This podcast is powered by The Plug. Damn, Q. Baby, you did that. What up, what up, what up, man? It's your boy, Shy. Shy versus everybody podcast. Voice of Detroit. Motherfucking podcast MVP in this motherfucker, man. The champ is here! Boy, Shaw vs. A-Bike Podcast, episode 168, man. We got, man, finally, I'm glad, though. We got a little consistency of no rappers. I'm tired of rappers, though. Like, <laughs> I'm going to talk to different niggas and rappers, though. But we got, uh, man, you got a lot of hats, man. You got uh, your artist, brand owner of Profit. Uh, you event planner, you can say that. Yeah. Fashion designer. Yeah. Uh, father. Yeah. What else? What am I missing, though? What else? Some other yeah. shit. Um, man. Um, I can say I'm a I'm a I'm a all around family man. I got a I got a whole family. You see, I'm here with my my girl and for sure. I got kids, so I'm just not just the father. I ain't out here just I'm a father. Like I'm all around everything. I'm a brother. Like I help out my entire family. I'm a um a youth leader. Like uh, I haven't really been doing mentoring lately, Dude. but my last three mentors they kind of they growing now, so they doing their thing and you know let I let them into the light for sure. Um. Hell yeah, all that yeah, shit. everything. Well, shit, know? man, we got 168, man. We got the homie Fresh in the building. What's, What's good with you, dog? What's going on? I'm glad you had, you know what I'm saying? I was going to call you by the government at first because, you know, my wife know you and shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we like family. Like, I'm really like y'all cousin for real. <laughs> I, was about to, I was about to bring the kids for real because I thought she was going to be here because I know she wanted to see the kids. No, I can't real. have my kids come in this mud, dog. Be, we don't have no podcast, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my kids too. Especially my yeah. two-year-old daughter, dog. It's going to be a wrap, dog. Yeah. It's going to be a wrap. But, man, we start everything off with a salute me while I'm here. A lot of times we wait for people to pass away to give them their flowers, make that long ass Facebook post about how we love him and her or her instead of giving them the flowers while you can still receive it. So you got somebody you want to go ahead and, you know, show some love to, but it can't be an easy answer. It can't be your kids. It can't be a lady. It can't be your parents. It got to be somebody outside of that easy answer. So who you want to go ahead and shoot can some flowers to? Can it be friends? To? For sure. Um... My homie, my homie D, he been rocking with me since uh, we was in middle school for real. We've been through fire. I remember one time, uh, I was a freshman mm-hmm. and a, a, a junior was trying to fight me. So, a lot of people was just trying to figure out, like, why are you so older trying to fight this young, you know, freshman that don't bother nobody? Yeah. But he was like, shit, we about to run up in the school because he went to a different school. He's like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna run up in your school with you. You feel me? <laughs> and uh, luckily, we, he, we, uh, it never happened because somebody saw me on my way to school with him and they gave me a ride and he went to his school. Yeah. But you know, like any situation for real, he got my back for real. Yeah, for sure. Uh and um it's probably a lot of more people for sure. But yeah. um what was dog name yeah. again? His name D. Oh yeah, D, okay. Shout out to D who gonna run yep. up in the schools and shit, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what you got nigga. Now you do that shit, nigga. You, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can't do that shit now, but yeah, it it's it been so many other things like uh like we was about to do some crazy. We was about to uh, rob this theater. So in our old neighborhood, <laughs> we got this uh, this theater called River Theater, where like all like the white people go to for like, sure. For sure. I know watch exactly movies and stuff. Yeah. So, but that's our neighborhood, so we know the ins and outs, the cuts through the alleys between the houses and everything. So we was about to uh, <laughs> use his grandma gun under under her bed you know he like my grandma keep a gun under her bed you feel me we like 15 at the time so uh so i'm like look i got this book full of drawings i used to draw all my brother double xl uh magazines jay-z's and beanie sequel and stuff i'm like if i don't sell nothing out of this book 
we hitting that lick. You feel me? It's easy too. We just walk in the neighborhood and be like, why are y'all walking this far to the theater? Yeah. Like, y'all are walking lick. You feel me? Like $50 would have been good. But uh, uh it never happened because I end up, you know, that opportunity led me to running into some right people. Yeah. You feel me? And they got it. you feel me? I would have I would have led my men's down the wrong trail. We both would have been in. You know, in some deep waters after that. You and then y'all got away with it. That would be some of y'all been thinking like, shit, we could do it again. You know, how yeah, that shit for is. sure, for sure. We, we, and we was that too. We was treacherous in the hood though back in the day. Yeah. Me. But, you know, and it's like at that line where we could have went this way or we could have went that way. So, for sure, for sure. But yeah. just having my back for sure. You feel me? So now, like, I realize that. I really be influencing some bullshit. Like yeah. I know this is bullshit to myself, so I be giving him the best advice. Now I be like, bro, go to work, bro. Don't do this, bro. Don't do that. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, like you know, no, you have some them. kids, settle down, do this, do that. You feel me? Because I was the one on bullshit back in the day. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You be needing them niggas, dog. Who gonna sit here? Because you got some niggas who encourage bullshit. Don't give a fuck about your well beings and all that shit, dog. So you need somebody gonna be like, hey man, stop, dog. You on some bullshit right now. Yeah, it was me. I was like, you should ride there. That's what I said. <laughs> I, he ain't say it. He just like, man, that's a good idea. <laughs> dog, niggas would be robbed them niggas and got caught up in with the well, fucking idea. Grandma probably had that old that old gun and shit. Dog. Oh, yeah, I never even <laughs> asked what kind of gun you that mother, that, it probably you probably got a <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> dog, nigga about to go crazy, dog. But shit, man, you we mentioned um you being a father, you know, saying as one of the hats that you wear. And um, you know, saying of course I do my little research, and I, I seen a post that you had made that was interesting. You had said uh, last year you had said the most proud, you most proud relationship that you built with your younger daughter because the year prior you was absent. Can you can you speak on that? And like a lot of niggas, like I think it's important for people to hear because you got some niggas that just absent, don't realize it, just stay absent, don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So really, what had what happened was I was uh. I had to open my store. So I had to open my I opened my store at the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, how everything kind of fell into place is um, the same time that I knew I was going to open the store was yeah. the same time that I found out that my lady was having, a, you know, that we was going to have a second child. Mm-hmm. So that process was kind of like very, I don't know, it was kind of like not the easiest for real. Mm-hmm. Um because my mind was set on opening the store, yeah. but we got a child coming. So I'm just kind of like, you know, I really ain't prepared. I really didn't prepare. For sure. So I used them months to, um, you know, cause you know, you can't just, Oh, you can't just sign a lease and open the store yeah. the next day. Like I just, you know, I had to order stock and get this and get that and, you know, get everything in place. Mm-hmm. So literally I think she was supposed to have, the child two weeks after we opened, which my team was set up and prepared for me to leave and go back. Yeah. But she had, uh, she went in labor the next day after our grand opening. Okay. And I had to go back and, um, we had the child and, um, unfortunately, uh, which I feel a lot better about now, like four days after the baby was born, I had to come back to Detroit because we just opened yeah. and a lot of people was coming to the store. While I was gone in the hospital. You know, they was coming in the store looking for me. Like some people like to just shop yeah. directly with me. And at the time, like some sales range from like a thousand dollars, you know, some sales would be like two, three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, that's how I was eating at the time. Cause I wasn't, you know, doing nothing, doing nothing else. So, 
Um, and we still had pretty much everything set up in Chicago and things like that. So that first year, I really would just kind of st- try to come every two weeks or, you know, come once a month. Um, and, um, you know, it was a really tough time because I was probably like the, the, the toughest time um, with my children and with my lady that I probably had ever. Yeah. Um but it was the most successful year with my business. We end up hitting over a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars in sales oh, my shit. first year. Damn. So, um, yeah, so it was, um, it was a sacrifice yeah, to be honest. Sure. It was a real sacrifice. And, um, so I ended up coming back because sales kind of like, you know, after everybody lost, uh, they unemployment like yeah, sales, <laughs> sales started to like dip a little bit. I you know, it went down like probably like fifty yeah. percent. So, uh, you know, I had more time to come back, and you know, we kind of built a bond when I came back mm. that we didn't have, and like we lit today. Like yeah, we really sure. be having the most time, like the funnest time ever. Yeah. Like this morning, we had the funnest time. Yeah. You know, so now yeah. how was your kids? Um. Arzuri is five yeah. and artist is two. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. But no, that's how I be, bro. Like I, I realize like when when niggas that are successful, it's something that's gonna sacrifice they got sacrificed. Like that's yeah. time with your family, time with your parents, time with your kids, time with your homies. You got like something gonna is gonna hurt from you know what I'm saying, you trying to thrive with what you got going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? But for you to recognize that and and, and, and be able to, you know what I'm saying, express that some niggas don't even do that, don't even take concrete. Right. Like, you know, I know I was fucked up as you know saying as a, as a father but i was doing it for this but now i'm back and we can make things happen right yep so um yeah like we we extremely lit now you know so yeah. and i i really we just had the most time i'm like the the super dad like where i be wanting to show people my kids all the time like, <laughs> yeah. you know i'd be like posting stuff about them all the time you know sometimes i'll be like you know maybe i need to dial back <laughs> yeah. you no, know it's just, sure. it's just like you be just so happy like i was just it was something she said today um, she pointed at a calendar, you know, and said, Dad, those are the days of the week. You yeah. know, and I wanted to post that, like, look, she know yeah, the yeah. days of the week. You no, know what I mean? Sure. Like, for sure. But it's like, you know. Yeah, because like, I got two boys, and then my youngest is a girl. So yeah. when my boys, of course, you happy to be a dad, but when the little girl, they get you in your emotional side, though. Oh, like, for sure. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, anything they do, like you said, they say <laughs> something, you want to cry about everything. Like, what the for fuck? Sure. Else? <laughs> I do want to post and, like, just celebrate everything. Yeah, you for know. sure. They gonna remember that shit though. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they be getting off for real because I I don't like we kinda me and my lady, we kinda talked and we just said like, all right, you need to be the disciplinarian because yeah. it look crazy for you know, a big old man to be disciplining these little girls, you yeah, know. For sure. <laughs> and I'll be, you know, like you be the bad cop, I'll be the good cop, you yeah. know. So like when they be around me, I think they kinda catch on. So they be like yeah, we you can know, fool around with yeah, that and have a good time. They just come and just slap me and punch me <laughs> and color and eat whatever they want. They'd be like, I want this. And I, I want it now. And I'd be like, all right. Oh, you get it. Yeah, hell yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah that's how I am. But I'm always the cool parent. Like, 
like because my oldest son is with a different person than my my youngest two is with my wife now. Yeah. But I'm like, y'all look, y'all got me because y'all y'all moms is me. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the cool one. I'm the one who's yeah, gonna let yeah. you get away. You eat ice cream at 10 o'clock in the morning, John. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, when you're yeah. around me, John, you can play yeah. a game whenever. As long as you take care of your business in school. As long as you handle your business. Yeah, you ain't one. Hell and yeah. you're going to get some extras if you handle your business. For sure, for sure. Now, dog, you almost had the perfect birthday, bro. You was one day away from the best birthday in the world, dog. Your birthday, June 20th, right? Yeah. Yeah, you was one day from June 21st, bro. You could have been a real dude like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I saw that shit like, oh, shit, you missed the cut. By a couple hours, dog. Come on, June 21st, man. I don't know if I'm a Gemini. Or cancer because some signs, some shit say I'm a. It cancer. say to twenty one. Some some say to twenty. Some say to twenty one. Yeah. So it's what you lean on. What you feel like you is. Like, I don't know, dog. Like like what you claim. You know what you. Claim. I say I say Gemini, but I can say cancer too because sometimes I'll be in my bed in my little you know what I'm saying sensitive bed. Like. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. But I think Gemini. Since you got to think about like Kanye, Kanye, he kind of sensitive for sure. Hell yeah, uh, extremely sensitive. Uh. Tupac. Oh hell yeah! You feel me? Like yeah. it depends on how you cling, but like For I sure. get along with cancers too. Like, uh, you know, so yeah. I'm looking yeah. like, oh, dog, you almost, you almost had that special day, bro. You yeah, know what I mean, <laughs> I respect it. It's summertime, you know. Hell yeah, yeah. birthday yeah. of summer, my birthday, everything, yeah. dog. But shit, man, how how your year been this uh so far, man? Like we more than halfway through. Like how how your year been? And what were some goals that you set for yourself going into the new year? Um, it's this about to be. I don't know why, man. I've been on my really like changing my way of thinking and trying to become a new person, you yeah. know, like on some positivity type shit. Yeah. But one of my things was not, you know, how you get into the Facebook stuff and they'd be like, Oh, I mean, can I cut? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd be like, Oh, ain't shit, or you know, <laughs> girls be wanting a dude to pay for this and they don't even got a job. Yeah. So, my thing was not to say no negativity to know about no no women. Yeah, for sure. So that been going good. Um, one of my uh, last year was not getting to know internet debates and beefs and stuff like that. So <laughs> you know, it's all these people who be on the internet just debating and beefing with everybody. <laughs> you know, posting shit. Duh. And then it be people who just be talking bad about guys and people who talk bad about women. Yeah. You know, these niggas broke. Like, can't even buy a sure. You know, yeah. and you be like. Like, yeah. ugh, no. like this is tasteful. So I, I had to self reflect, understand that I'm an entrepreneur and you know I'm a community leader yeah. and people looking at me. So, so what is the content that I'm talking about? Am I talking about like how am I talking about hoes ain't shit and I'm showing that I've been with the same person for twelve years? <laughs> like that don't even look right. And I may be I may be looking at reality show, but if somebody from the outside looking in, he'll be like. What is he really saying? Yeah, for sure. And we... that's not what I'm... I don't want nobody to get confused. You think no, people facts. can get confused. Like, <laughs> I can be looking at a reality show and look at uh, Jocelyn, and I'll be like, why do you so, so wretched like that? I'm not, you know? Yeah. And that's not what it reflects. Like, and so I've been showing more what I reflect. Like, sure. we posted that we celebrated our 12th year anniversary. Oh, that's shit, what congrats, people, congrats. Yeah, yeah, that's what people should see. I'm posting that I'm a father. I'm posting that I'm an entrepreneur. I don't need to... You know, even engage in these subjects. Yeah, you know, like why facts. am I engaging in hoes ain't shit subject? Yeah. And, and I got somebody that's special. Yeah, that's that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. that don't make sense. That's not matching up. You know, like you are walking, talking brand, and people buy you first. Yeah. So I'm trying to engage in these act, these conversations and these activities mm-hmm. that don't hold weight. Like yeah. you know, no, that don't, that's not what I'm living. That's like a rapper rapping about what he's not living. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Exactly. Like. I can't relate to, yeah. I can't really relate to 
hoes ain't this. You know, I don't even call them hoes. I don't call. I don't even use hoes. I don't use bitches no more. But I can't relate to that no more. Yeah, you know what I mean? Nah, like, sure. I'm a dad, a two, a two girls. Yeah. You feel me? So why am I talking about hoes ain't shit? Yeah, for sure. That's for dumb. Sure. You feel me? <laughs> like, no, for sure. No, that's a fact. You feel me? So you know, I can't reflect. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta. It's a line, and I gotta go on the other side. Like, Man, you know? it's so much dumb. It's so much dumb shit I see on social media. I be wanting to say something. Like, no, it ain't worth it, dog. Yeah. Cause you see, like, what the fuck is these people talking about? Like the right. comments and the, the debates, and you can post something, they gonna debate you on your on what you think, what you feel. Right. Like, Man, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, <laughs> I got, I, I had, I had to stay away. From that shit, dog. I would tell my wife because she she sees some shit. She don't like. She say something. I'm like, dog, it ain't even no point. Like, yeah, for sure. It's not even worth it, dog. Like you said, you got a brand, so you don't want niggas to look at you as a clown or something. That I don't want to support him because of what he doing and what he saying right. on social media. You know what I'm saying? But niggas right. don't be thinking like that, dog. And then thinking about the clientele, like, all right, we got we got the the guys who are uh married. Mm-hmm. You know, or that are grown up mm-hmm. and don't engage in them type of activities, and we got the females that that they with. You feel me? That are upstanding, you know, citizens. Mm-hmm. And then we may have a hoes too. You yeah. feel me? Then on this side, we got the dudes that's talking about hoes and shit. They not buying nothing. You yeah. feel me? <laughs> but this husband, he wanted. So he, you got something going on? Mm-hmm. Okay, I like what you talk about. You just like today, I was just talking about uh, be a policeman before you be a street nigga. You yeah. feel me? For sure. So. He's they see that they say, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna support what he got, mm-hmm. and he gonna get something for his girl, or she gonna support what I got because he done told her, you know, because yep. she looking at him like, Okay, he want to be around people. He talking about he been with this lady for 12 years, mm-hmm. go head up to that shop, they don't got nothing going on for you sure. Feel me? Yeah. But if I'm talking about hoes ain't shit, she gonna be like, I don't really like you know, you should, <laughs> you know, guys, we listen to our woman first, yeah. you feel me? We're not gonna, you know, we're gonna listen to what they saying because yeah. they, you know. Secretly, they run what's really going yeah, on. The right woman, the right woman. Yeah, the yeah. right woman. Yeah, for they sure. They run what's going on. Yeah. Even some bad women be running what's going on. They can, <laughs> they can put you in a blender. No, but for sure. and then and then it's and then it's the hoes. They might want to shop too. Yeah. So I got one versus three. What side should I be on? No, for sure. You feel me? Hell yeah. Like no. I'm on. I'm gonna be on this side. Like, yeah, hell cause, yeah. Cause dog really got a real job. Yep. You feel me? He not out here on this side. This dude scamming a little bit. He yeah, he spent a hundred, two hundred this day. You feel me? But the next day, his scam ain't work. He ain't never fake car. Up. Hell yeah. You feel me? You want to ride a car, it ain't work. He's shuffling through the car. Like, <laughs> and what's going on? Like, let me just claim the dog. He about to get the, this check. You know, he about to get the, uh, the uh, <laughs> Stellantis check or the Chrysler check from the, you know, the kickback. And Hell he yeah. about to come shop. Like, no, for sure. Hell know? yeah. Now, you said something bright. In between, you know what you were talking about. You said uh, be a policeman before a street nigga. Oh yeah, but yeah. Most yeah. niggas look at the, at the policeman as like shit. That's that's the cop. I like. I'm I'm not doing it. That's a that's a sellout. And and not looking at it as like we need more police officers that's that's from the community that's gonna go ahead and serve and go and do their thing and not just gonna be some white dude who don't fuck with Detroit, don't fuck with the black culture and trying to go in that business and, and raise havoc. Yeah, I think like like let's just say Detroit. Like when I be in Detroit, like it's a because I I be driving from Chicago to Detroit, Detroit to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like Detroit is a safe zone. When I get to Detroit, I don't really like if whatever's going on. I know that I'm most likely ain't gonna get pulled over. Like the Detroit cops, they not they don't really fuck with you like that. Yeah, unless you just out here. Doing unless you just yeah. out here on some bullshit. Like other places where they behind you, they follow you till you when you get in the city till you get out the city. Sure. So <laughs> like I can't really I don't really got nothing too bad to say. I just or, say that we do need more people that's from the city to be 
to be cops. No, no, for real, for yeah. real. So I, I'm saying that if you become a cop, it ain't like you gonna be a scumbag. No, for sure. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. And then two, when you get a ticket or you need to pay something or you need to get your business straight, because mm. right now people look, you know, before you get into the bag where you need to get your business straight and you in the streets, like that time gonna come where you need to, do you need these questions answered? Where do I pay for this ticket at? Where do I go to this at? How do I deal with this situation? Mm -hmm. If you don't have nobody to talk to about that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, no, for sure. These street niggas don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run. Hell yeah, old nigga. I got a warrant right now. I'm not just myself. <laughs> No, you feel me? Like you would need somebody to talk to. So sure. if you got somebody in the in on in the uh criminal justice system, you got somebody who can answer these legit questions. They're gonna say, go down to this building, you're gonna go to the 13th floor, you're gonna talk to so and so. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, what about like my homie? He he said that one day he was on a uh expressway in Southfield. He was on the Southfield Expressway. Mm -hmm. Somebody had some road rage, he pulled a gun out, or they pulled guns out at each other. The person shot at him he returned the shot and returned guess what that person was a cop he went to jail and he his he was facing like double life or something like that he was he real like if you met him you'll be like no way you went through this yeah. but he real positive person for yeah. but he like i was i beat the case because you know this the situation was a bogus situation but he also had people in the system where they could talk to the judge yeah for sure we don't got nobody who could talk to the judge <laughs> exactly don't nobody all. know judge so-and-so <laughs> no not at all not at all nobody know judge so-and-so like you don't got nobody who can even speak for you at because all. you don't have nobody in in the in the criminal justice system mm -hmm. this as much as you need to your know, people that's in the streets when something go bad you can call them you need somebody on the other side yeah too. for sure you that's a fact yeah we don't know nobody and people be talking about vezo his first manager was the was a police yeah so it's like that don't take away from nobody's street credibility no for sure you know what i mean that's like the source that you need all all of it is everything is tied together yeah. all is one if you really look at it all is one so I mean, that's just is my advice. Then also, they said that usually people in the criminal justice, I mean, people who are police end up becoming uh, defense attorneys because they end up making more money, but they learn the system from being a police. Mm -hmm. So they know how to fight a case, you know, and get cases throughout and things like that. Yeah, they know how sure. to defend the criminal. So nine times out of 10, when you pay a defense attorney, he probably was a cop like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And he was like, they kept me at 60, 70,000, but I'm about to get 60, 70,000 for one case, and I'm about to get 20 cases this year. Hell yeah, for you sure. Hell yeah. So Hell I, yeah. I had to make a change because I wanted <laughs> no, more money. For sure, for sure. Now, you said something earlier. I'm I'm, I'm listening to your, your story, and you talking about how you, you, you positive this, and then you told the story about um you and your boy trying to, you know, yeah, take yeah, the gun. Yeah, yeah, so tell yeah. me, like, was you one of those dudes that was on fuck shit and just had to, like, realize, like, I'm doing a lot of bullshit, I need to change my ways? Um, and, if, and so, like, at what click to make you be like, I need to change, change how I'm acting? Um, okay, this is what happened. So, <laughs> all right, so, like I said, we're gonna lead off from the story. Um, we was trying to sell the, we was trying to sell the drawings. We got Jay Z, you feel me? We want 10 for him, yeah. you feel me? We want five for Memphis Bleak, we want uh, two for Chingy, you feel me? <laughs> We might got we might got Nellyville in there. You feel with the Saint Lunatics? You buy the Lunatics with the Nelly together. That's twelve. You feel me? We went around the whole neighborhood. Wendy's. We at the uh, the gas station. We at the Coney. Everything trying to sell these drugs. People like, no, sweetie, no, sweetie, no. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. We go to the barber shop. You feel me? 
because that was like the last time we like i'm like we done then i'm like hold on let me stop in here real quick yeah. my barber you feel me shout out to him too because he kind of led me into the right direction he's sure. one of the reasons i'm here today yeah. he like hey look i ain't gonna buy none of this but you go across the street to Chaz. He run the artist village. Yeah. He gonna look out for you. For sure. That's all he said. I don't know who this person is or what, but somebody gave me a whole this little to jump through mm-hmm. where I'm gonna be free because sure. all I'm seeing and all my family sell drugs. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. You feel me? My everybody in the streets for real. Like mm-hmm. I don't know nobody but the teacher at school yeah. that ain't into nothing or the, bar, yeah, or sure. the bar. But that's the only two people I know. Yeah. You feel me? So. I'm like somebody really living and living as an artist. I don't, you know, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I go to the artist village. It's closed. I'm knocking on the door for an hour. <laughs> I'm 15. I'm trying to find a way out. For sure. I'm knocking on the door. If I don't got no way out, I'm about to rob somebody. Yeah. I'm 15. So, uh, then I go. Nobody answer. I go to the alley, mm-hmm. and I'm screaming in the alley. Hey, Chaz. I don't know who this man is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He come out. Hey, who who was you? <laughs> I'm like, my name Fresh. Tez from the barbershop told me to come down here. He said, You got me. Yeah. So he say <laughs> he go to the front door. He look at Chingy, Jay-Z, <laughs> Nelly. Mid-bleak. He said, How old is you? I said, I'm 15. He said, You 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 got skills like you 18, 22, something like that. Yeah. Like, he like, you cold. Come here tomorrow and you don't gotta go home. Mm-hmm. So um I came there and then they showed me like they doing mosaic tile, they doing he doing murals, he going all over, they doing murals in the neighborhood, and you know, news coming. I met Robert Townsend two weeks in, you know, from Parenthood and yeah, for sure. Meteor Man. You know, he asked him to do his set for uh a comedy set, whatever, like that. So I'm like, I immediately got lunged into the center of black arts mm-hmm. and on the west side that was the you know before tashif and phil freshman and all of them you know it was only really Chaz and tyree gotten okay you know on the east side it okay. was and i met tyree there tyree was there too the first week he like like yeah if i see if tyree see me I'm like what's up like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that's like my uncles you know what For i mean sure. Hell yeah. so i got lunged into this world where you know Chaz pulling up doing murals he mm-hmm. may be there for eight hours he may be there for 10 10 hours but he about to make like he may make 800 he may make 2000 he may make 5000 yeah. you feel me the most i ever saw him make was seventy thousand in two weeks doing a mural. you <laughs> feel me yeah. like he was giving me all tight ty- like i would just get paid to clean the brushes mm-hmm. load the paint and make sure that the van good yeah, you feel me? Sure. and then i got the black in colors he ain't give me no hard work he like i'm gonna do the rest black in this color i want this white green whatever yeah. so um that was the change but i went to a um portfolio review i'm at redford in class uh on the ground it's it's ma'am in the class it's looking like <laughs> class <at. laughs> They doing everything but what they supposed to be doing. The teacher on her phone, she chilling. You no. feel me? They they gang bang everything. It's it's on in there. I'm sitting down. You feel me? Just looking like this is my life right now. Like this real this life for sure. This what it is right now. You know. Yeah. I see a thing on the ground that say college portfolio review for the art institute of Chicago. Yeah. Come out on this day, it's October. You know, and bring your portfolio. Mm. 
I take it, take it back to the artist village, talk to uh Ezel, which he just passed in the last year, but he was just uh a graphic design teacher that was donating his time to teach kids graphics for mm-hmm. free yeah. at the time. You know, so he like, look, you wanna do this? You the coldest, coldest kid I know. We gonna we gonna go up there with your portfolio. Yeah. We put all my we put my bad. We yeah. put, you know, I, I think I still had Jay Z, Nelly, and them. I had a few. <laughs> you feel me? I had a few other things. You feel me? Yeah. I had a few other drawings, cards, and stuff like that. We put them all in a, in a black trash bag. Yeah. I had on a five X black tee. Some uh, yeah, early two thousand. Some shit. some forty two Rockwood uh <laughs> black pants and some Kohans and a big old black. <laughs> Detroit uh hat that was bigger than my head, you feel me? <laughs> to the side, like I was T out in that thing. Yeah. You feel me? With my braids down there. You feel me? So Duh. we went up there and it was line. It was it was probably like 10 white kids with like two thousand. No, it was 10 black kids with like two thousand white kids. Yeah, you know, and we stood in them lines mm-hmm. and school after school, you know, it was different art schools all over the United States. They like you lit, you yeah. feel me? Like we messing with you. I went to the uh then I went to the art institute of Chicago line. Mm-hmm. They like, look, we got a summer program mm-hmm. for kids. If you come out here for the summer, um we'll teach you these different categories, and one of them was fashion. For sure. And uh, you know, it costs to come out here. I think it was like four thousand for mm-hmm. three weeks. Yeah, and that's crazy. That's two thousand and five you know yeah. so five five bands is like yeah, what, 15 like, 18 right hell now yeah, that's a lot of money you know hell that's hell a lot yeah. of money you feel me rent was still four, four five hell yeah damn i missed you know? that rent yeah so <laughs> rent was still four five hundred for you, you know? yeah, everything included yep so yeah everything included <laughs> yep so uh they had they sent me a message back you got a 20 so, I don't know, they gave me a scholarship for like half off or something. Okay. But I had to tell my mom that I need to pay the other 2500 Yeah. I'm at Redford. Like, don't know good kids go to Redford. So, you know, I'm, I'm, and I told y'all what I was, you know, in the hood doing. Yeah, I was sure. on bullshit. I was on everything. You feel me? I just could draw really good. Everybody knew me for drawing. So yeah. I take this paper to my mama. She like, she like, like, what I'm going to pay for this for? You don't even be. You know what I mean? Like you barely be going to school. Like yeah. you, you ain't you ain't no shit. You feel me? My mama like you ain't no shit for real. Like I ain't gonna lie to you, son. I ain't about wasting money on your ass. Yeah. yeah, you feel me? You ain't no shit for real. So, uh, so I think she ended up talking on the phone. My I got an uncle in Chicago. He an architect. He built his own house. Everything. Yeah, and he did. But he was like a treacherous nigga in Detroit, but he went to Chicago, changed his life in the 70s. Hell yeah. You know, like, like on some, it sounded like a movie though. Yeah. He was a treacherous nigga in Detroit on everything. You yeah. feel me? Like a tough ass nigga selling drugs mm-hmm. and went to Chicago and told these people he an educated black man yeah. and created a whole new life. Exactly. You feel me? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. It sounded like a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> like, and by the time they found out, like, he was on bullshit, it was too late. Yeah, so like they was already in. had kids and everything. So, <laughs> she, you know, but now he, he, uh, edu- he's really educated. He really went to these colleges and he really was teaching and doing everything, you know. Yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't that person no more. For sure. You for feel sure. me? So, she tell him about, he's like, this motherfucker, he want me to pay for this to go to this school? She say, he, he tell her, Nah, that's top three art schools in America. Yeah, if they saying they want him and they gave him a, a scholarship, scholarship, oh yeah, you yeah. gotta jump on. You it. need to jump. You need to jump on it. 
Yeah, man. So she paid. And that was surprising because she ain't never did nothing like that in my life. For real. <laughs> you know, like that was one of them things. I'm like, she paid this money. She don't got to do nothing for me for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I don't need nothing else. Yeah, you said. Like, I really ain't want her to pay it. You feel me? Because, you know, you know how it is. Your mom, that's your OG. Yeah. So who knows what, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What that money could be doing for you. Yeah. Right. You feel me? Could be for the household. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so she paid it. I went out there. They was, they like, no, you cold. Yeah. Ain't it ain't like my class, it wasn't even no people from America in my class. Everybody was all over the world. It was like two people from America in my class. Oh, Everybody shit. else was from all Korea, Africa, yeah. uh, all over the place. Italian uh uh Italian, one of my homies, he was Italian, he was in there, yeah. and they gave me the highest award that they gave any student. Damn, so you and that boy going crazy. I I was just at Redford, yeah, exactly. Trying to with Jay-Z and Nelly, <laughs> but you're selling them for the combos. If you get the Nelly and the St. Lunatics, it's 12. I'm looking up. You feel me? Like, and I got you. In the class at class? Yeah, I'm in the class at class. <laughs> everything. You feel me? Like, Duh, like I'm, in, I'm in the hood. Yeah. I'm I'm in the hood for real. Like, we about to rob the white folk. That's the plan. We yeah. about to get out the hood. And now you out here and with people telling different me, countries. They telling me that I'm the best in this class, and they gave me the award. Yeah. You feel me? That's so how up. do I go back to Detroit knowing that I got the skills to be the best designer in yeah. the world if I wanted to. For sure. You know what I mean? I came back. I'm going to say, how was that coming back? Like, what, what was that transition like, dog? Like, you, how, how many weeks was you out there? Uh, Like three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. So you out there, you meeting these new people and stuff like that, whatever. You, niggas from different countries, and you win this top award, now you back in the hood. Like, is, that, is that something to come back on some, all right, bet, that's some positive shit, or that's, like, kind of depressing? Cause you're like, it was like... Like... I want to say it without. Mm, how can I say this? All right, I, my my people that's religious don't take this, don't take this personal. Yeah, yeah. Make you sure go that. and you see God, yeah. and He tell you like, you can do. God tell you, you can He can do whatever you want. You yeah. just got to put it in the work. Mm -hmm. And He put you back on earth. And you go around, and you tell you looking at people like, oh, y'all on bullshit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> God just told me he made everything in the universe in the world. Yeah. He just told me I could do anything I wanted to. Sure. And y'all sitting up here playing. You yeah. feel me? Like you start looking at people above you, like my parents on bullshit, my mm -hmm. teachers on bullshit, the school system on bullshit, everybody on bullshit, no. the whole thing on bullshit. We're not supposed to win. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It's no way we're supposed to win. Like, because guess what? Little Italian boy who wasn't the best. He about to go, they about to drop him into some place where he about to get 300,000, you know, yeah. designer screws. Hell yeah. You feel me? Or whatever he want to design. And that's his, that's if he not trying. Yeah. You feel me? If we try our hardest, like our hardest, hardest, you feel me? Like, man, that's, that's crazy. It just, yeah. seemed, it just seemed like, like, I don't know. So I came back. I think that changed my way of thinking. So. I, my goal was like I need to get out of I need to get out of school and get out of Detroit because yeah. like the whole sh everything fucked up. No, for sure. For everything sure. is fucked up. And for you to realize that shit, young age though, like sometimes and it do take leaving, bro. Cause like for the longest I thought Detroit was everything, end all be all. And once I had I remember going to Texas, bro, like just to visit my brother. And I came back like this shit. This ain't right. Like right, yeah. I love the crib. I'm always gonna love home, dog. East side to I die, Detroit. I love it. But when you go somewhere else, you really you come back and see how fucked up everything is around you. 
you yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure. My my brother staying in the burbs and Plano in, in Texas and ain't nothing but nice shit. And you come back here like dog, it's like this shit is depressing coming back home when you land on that, you know, that plane you land and you get back on 94 freeway and you come off on grass, you're like, Oh shit, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like for this sure, is yeah. bullshit, bro. It is, yeah, yeah, now yeah. you you got to the art early. Um, my wife had told me about you because I my son had drew, I remember he had drew something, I didn't believe him, man. He was like about eight. Yeah. He drew a fucking Goku and shit. Yeah. And she sent me a picture. I'm like, I'm like, he was shot and drunk. I ain't know. But I was mad at him because then that's when she told him about you. And I was mad at him because he kind of like, but you gotta have a passion for it. He right, didn't really yeah. he didn't continue to do it. Yeah. But a lot of these kids who grew up now, they just look at like rapping and they looking at basketball and stuff like that. What made you like be so into the art and and, and drawing and stuff? Because you know, it, it's not too many people that they can draw, but they don't look at it as like, oh, I can make a good living off of being an artist. Well, everybody, like I said, my family, they was in the street selling drugs. They was, they was, they, all they do is fight, sell drugs, steal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm being taught to steal at six. Yeah. You feel me? Like six years old, going to the store, put this in your sleeve. Yep. You feel me? Like, so when I, you know, I found something that I like to do is draw. I was coming up with these different stories and these different characters and all these different, you know, these, this different where I could create the world, you know, I was, you know, it was like escape. Mm-hmm. So I always would draw. And then I, that's where I got my praise from. Like we was just some little nappy headed niggas. Yeah. You feel me? But when we, when I drew this motorcycle, when it looked just like the Kawasaki on this page, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like people would be like, "Oh yeah, that's cold." You feel me? I'm gonna give you a couple. You know, here go a dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you want some ice cream? Like keep doing it. It's yeah. hard. So and then you know, I just was always the coders in the class. So I used to wait till I couldn't wait after I. After I went to a new grade and undefeated them in drawing, I used to be like, I gotta wait a whole nother few months before I go to the next grade and defeat them. You feel me? So, like, that was my thing, like, defeating people in, in drawing and being the coldest in drawing. So, everywhere I went, they just said I was the coldest in art, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that yeah, was my thing. So, I, thought, I thought I was cold. I already met a nigga who could really draw. Like, damn. My <laughs> no, <teacher. laughs> but my, my teacher, Chaz, he told me after a while, because it was a student that was there. I think it was like 16. I've been there for a year. Mm-hmm. This lady paid him, was paying him, you know, to teach him how to draw. Mm-hmm. You know, but me and a kid, my guy was close in age. Yeah. So I'm trying to defeat him and crush him. <laughs> and that's how my teacher getting his bag. You feel me? Like, so if, if, if I'm if I'm telling him like no nah, your shit through like you would never be an artist for real you feel yeah. me and she stopped paying for the class that's go you know yeah. and he was like you don't really you know it's a lot of people that's were artists that probably couldn't draw as, as good as me mm-hmm. but they made it farther than me in the arts okay you know the only person that I think in the city I saw who could draw better than me was uh Shifi when I first saw Shifi McFly uh, okay. or Tashi when I first saw his his painting I was like damn like he was painting that like a <laughs> like a 35 year old level <laughs> at like 19 you know what I mean yeah. and hosting uh hip-hop shows sure. and you know what I mean hustling and doing this and that yeah. like I'm like damn I thought I was cold you <laughs> feel me? like yeah. so so like but other than that like you know, like you could still, if you're not great at drawing Nelly and Jay Z, you yeah. feel me? Like, like it's not all about that. That's what I was cold. I was like, I can draw any anything as cold as this is, but you make do colors. It's so many different things you can do with art. Yeah. Like, no, for sure, no, so. it is, it is. At what point did you realize you could really like profit off this shit? Because like, 
of course you make your little drawings and stuff but when did you ever did you know like it was that much money tied into being an artist uh like c- coming up uh when i started seeing Chaz get these jobs and commissions and stuff like that he'd be like oh damn they wanted me to paint these horses by this track in the boonies in michigan or somewhere you know where yeah. people not at for real like and they're gonna pay me fourteen thousand. and i'm like in my head like he about to paint this shit in 10 hours <laughs> Hell yeah. you feel me? and, and then it's like different things like i can't say it's a hustle mm-hmm. you feel me because people look at the wrong way mm-hmm. but you may set it up like you know I'm gonna need like two weeks to do this, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna need fourteen thousand. Yeah, you know you can get and that then, shit done. Right, and then they <laughs> pay you, and you get that shit done the same day. Like, all right, y'all. <laughs> I'm up. You how, how do you make those connections though? Like to get those jobs, like those paints, like you see a shit that be going up downtown. Like I could just imagine the nigga who did the little drawing and the pages for the, you know, it got the little basketball course out there, and that shit yeah. all designed up. Like, how did you get in touch with those people to be able to get those jobs? Um, it's a world. Like I say, like it's a whole world of. You know, um, kind of like if you're doing like all the factory workers know each other, mm-hmm. all the factory workers know these people, all the mechanics know these people, all the towing people know these people. So it's a world of that. You know what I mean? So when you into the world, I'm not as close into the Detroit arts as I was before. Mm-hmm. But if you know these people, even at these events and these functions and, you know, your work being showed off and they seeing your stuff here and there then, you know, you will eventually, somebody will eventually come up to you. Like, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, unfortunately, a lot of stuff that you're going to do going to kind of start off as free stuff. You know, yeah. like, you got a podcast. Say, like, you you may be like, man, I don't really got no budget like that for real, but I just need a backdrop type, mm-hmm. some painted, you know, on the wall. You feel me? And, I, you know, somebody like in my line of work, you know, if we're looking for that opportunity, we may say, Look, just buy the buy the supplies. Yeah, and I and I get off on your on yours. You feel me? So when they seeing it, they may say, "That's cold. Who did it? Who did that shit? Yeah, for sure." And then now when they come my way, I may be like, you know, throw me two bands, throw me three. Yeah, so you ate off something that you did for the love. Yeah, Uh, the homie just buying some shit. Now that shit then took off. Yeah, so like um, one of the, it was a store in Chicago that was carrying my clothes. Shout out to. King Dave um, in Chicago, he had a, a, a clothing store called Culture Chicago, mm-hmm. and he was selling my stuff, and then one day we was just talking, and I'm like, who did this? You know, why they ain't finished the mural on your wall? Good. He like, I don't know, man, they be playing around. And I'm like, let me show you my work. And he like, you can finish it? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like it's going to take like three weeks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just, just throw me, you feel me? Just, just throw me like like six thousand just throw me like three bands you feel me yeah so and i'm like you know and then you know another little you know 600 cover supplies you feel me yeah and i got in there you feel me i just started going off you know i'm 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 going crazy on the mural i got like two two i got two jobs from that job Mm -hmm. one pay like two bands and the other pay like like four bands yeah you feel me? So, like, you feel me? Like, no, you just, sure. you know, and it's like, you just got to talk. You feel me? Like, one one thing that I use, don't let nobody leave without leaving your mark. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, you know, so if, if, if I can't do this job at this price, mm-hmm. 
who knows? I may just ask you, like, can I leave my paint here? That don't mean you can have it. It just mean like yeah. y'all need some art around y'all's facility. So sure. they, when these people come in here, they can see my work. Yeah, you know, yeah. and somebody gonna ask about it, you and they're gonna talk about it. You feel me? And if I end up getting some money off, you know, off you know, a job or something from it, I might be like, you could keep it. You yeah, for me? sure, for sure. So, and then sometimes people we want to charge for everything, but sometimes that connection gonna get you some money, you know what I'm saying? For sure. In the yeah, long yeah. run, like you said, you did some shit for somebody they see in the back of the other podcast or episode, like dog. Fuck that shit. Like, who is that? Thanks, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Some nice, some shit that you and did, you and you and profit off of. Cause everybody, I look at like a lot of these rappers too, bro, who be like charging for features and this, that, and third, but yeah. you ain't shit. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? For sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, it, it, some some things don't have to. It, some things can be free, bro. Like people who have podcasts, for for instance, they be charging niggas to come on the show, but you ain't getting like five views. Right, like, yeah, I ain't yeah, paid yeah, you like two hundred dollars on the yeah. show, and nigga, like it ain't yeah, did nothing. You ain't did nothing. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, no, for sure. So we uh. Talk about like you 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 doing these jobs and stuff like that, dog. You when did you when did you move to Chicago like full time? Man, as soon as I got out of as soon as I got out of high school, yeah, I was like, I'm I'm gone for real. Yeah, I'm now, now you you talk about Detroit coming back home and seeing like Detroit like shit. A lot of niggas say Detroit, Chicago, kind of like same shit. Uh, if you, I guess if you in the hood, like yeah. you know, I you know I'm. I'm really like Lasher, Grand River, Brightmount area for real, mm-hmm. but in Detroit. But you know, if I only was restricted to downtown Detroit or this new downtown, not the old downtown. Yeah, the old downtown was kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Shit. <laughs> that shit was scary. It was scary. Yeah. <laughs> they walk down that bitch at night, boy. I working for uh for a field, nigga. That shit was yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Cap- I mean, before the Rosa Park Transit Center, Capitol yep. Park. When the bus would pull up, you just seeing people talking about little square. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. So. Um, but if you in like Chicago, I got lunged into downtown Chicago where, you know, like one of the first things that I saw that captivated me was at night, all they building lights on. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, damn, like, that's like 1500 lights per building. Yeah. Like in Detroit, like them lights get cut off <laughs> yeah. at night. Like, you know, they doing art shows with their building lights, doing various cancer awareness, 4th of July, happy for, you know, spilling it out with the lights mm-hmm. you know turn this light on turn this light on like i'm like damn some money down here like well no matter where where it's at somebody can make some money mm-hmm. down there Hell yeah so it was just a, a change and you know like this is a new city i can cho- choose where i want to live or where i don't want to live i can create my own reality for real no for sure So like i was really just like uh you know blessed to not have to deal with none of the hood stuff but like later on you know you meet people yeah. You know, you may meet these people who they be talking about be some wild people in Chicago. Yeah. And they be cool as hell. Yeah. They be cool as hell. It's just the environment. Like, like, you know, if you in the hood here, you're going to have the same type of issues that they got. But they like art, too. Yeah, for they sure. They want to see, you know, the cold drawings and shit. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you you know, being a, uh, being a father, you know what I'm saying? Being a, a, a you know what I'm saying, relationship with your or with your business, what's something that you still feel that you need to work on that might be holding you back in any of those, you know what I'm saying, situations or categories? Like, what's something that you still need to work on within yourself to, to go a little bit farther than where you're at now? Um, if it's anything. I think that giving myself breaks mm-hmm. and starting, because what, what will happen is I'm a true believer. Profit is about uh the five p's proper plan and prevent poor performance like i say like 
You know what I mean? Like we was trying to rob motherfuckers. Like that was our idea. We didn't actually do it. Yeah. But you know, if a bank robber present a proper plan, he can get off with money. But if you, like I said about the same thing with the police, mm. if that same person become a loan officer, you feel me? You can get off with the same amount of money, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just a legal way of doing it. You yeah. know how many people get a loan and they never repay it and their business get back, go bankrupt? Yeah. You feel me? Like it's the same type of business. Proper planning prevents poor performance. Mm-hmm. So the bank robber just represents proper planning prevents poor performance. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, and uh, but after that, then what happened? You feel me? Like you, like I say, I didn't have, I didn't really have a, I just in my mind said, I'm going to open this location and my goal is to hit six figures. Mm. After I hit six figures, I ain't really had no other plan. Like, what kind of sales do I have? Like, how do I, the clothes that we didn't sell, like, how do I, you know, get that off? And how do I, you know, uh, so I think taking a break and saying like, you know what? I don't got to sell nothing right now. Mm-hmm. I hit my goal. I'm about to relax until I create another proper plan. Yeah. You know? Yep. So not just keep pushing through, just pushing, pushing, you know? Yeah, I mean? like, yeah. No, for sure. Like, it's cool. Just relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of niggas don't know how to take break. A break. Like, you you need a break, man. When yeah. it, even when it comes to shit, man, I got kids, I got a wife. Like, sometimes you need a break from them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need that time to reset and be to yourself, bro. Now, I ask people this, man. If you had to introduce yourself to the world, Without saying anything, but play this song or this album that's gonna really explain who uh who fresh is. What album or song would that be? That's gonna tell me about you. Uh no, it's a little deep question, you know what I'm saying? That was, that's a cold one. That's a, cold, that's a cold question. Um, the album that says who I am. Yep. Um, what's the album that I listen to to define me. Yeah, like you all got through uh, albums or songs and you just really like, God damn, this shit, this me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think of somebody from the D yeah. that I listen to. Um uh who can I say? <laughs> I'm, Man. I'm gonna start sending people this question early though. You I mean, put you put <laughs> You put um you put a a Jay-Z verse and a Kanye verse on a babyface red <laughs> uh, album yeah. and I say that defines me. Because <laughs> I can't say it's all that because I got like a different yeah. I got I got like a street side, you feel me? I got a more uh like Positive way of thinking. I mm. got a creative way of thinking. I got a hustler way of thinking. Okay, so you so probably got to drop. Together. You probably got to drop comment on that thing too, or, <laughs> like that, or like a uh, most deaf on there too. Or something. Now I'm, I'm gonna so. get to to profit the brand. The brand, but you said some junk that, that I don't agree with, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. You said that the West Side rocking out with this Detroit music shit, dog. East Side still on top of this shit, bro. All right. <laughs> go ahead, yo. Let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Tell now, me. Now, the, the, to me, the best. Who the rap- top artists right now in Detroit? I mean, but if I go in my in my in my personal shit, go ahead. Personally, I think wasn't the best rapper in the city. Payroll, he from the West. I know. So what are we talking hold about? On, hold on, hold on. When we come to who who take over right now, dog, Babyface Ray from he from here. Okay, Red Zone, Vezo. Okay, Peasy. Okay, who we got from the West is really like like you know what I'm saying? That's fucking over them. Baby Money from Red Zone. 
I thought Baby Money from 12th Street. He ain't from around here. I thought he from. I thought he from Eastside. Baby Money from 12. All right, all right. Well, I give you that then. But like, who? Like, we we running. Eastside's running Detroit rap right now, bro. Like, <laughs> solid baby. I don't want to put. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> Cause I I really hang out on the east side more now, yeah. you know. Cause reason why? Cause the west side just so treacherous right now. Like, <laughs> all the crime that's coming is like every time you see crime in the D, it's something on the west side. No, I'm crazy. glad you said that, Joe. Though we be having arguments all the time. It's, it's fucked up. The whole Detroit is fucked up. But for the most part, you all it's always it's always some west side shit. And, yeah. And, when and we move, I had when my mom we moved from like Fullerton to Wyoming to like Brightmont area, and I was going to school out there. That's when I started fighting and getting into shit. Like, yeah. They, like. <laughs> I fought a whole like a lot. Really? So uh I say all right, I say right now we we can agree baby money is a top rapper right now. Okay. All right. Can we agree Skiller Baby is a top rapper? Yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. He West. He up there, he up there for sure. Me, my, we, me and my producer had a conversation about him though. That's so funny. Just had a conversation about him yesterday. Can we agree V's is a top rapper? Can we get? Can I get that one? He won one of them. That's all right. Right now, they you, all knew. Let me tell you this right now. Whenever, if you say right now in the present day, when you say Detroit rap, first person you probably gonna think of is either Ray or Vezo. Right now, okay, I, I knew that. Like Vezo is the face of Detroit rap. First thing that people gonna say is Vezo. He's D, he is Detroit rap. Yeah, 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 for sure. But Vezo is what twelve years in the game? No, yeah, fast. He been he been grinding for a minute. He been grinding for a Peasy, minute. Peasy, same, same. Baby about baby about uh face about eight maybe. Yeah, like he right behind them. GT for that brought that time. Eight. Yeah, GT. Shout out to GT. That's the homie. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, dog. Well, shout out to you because even though you didn't want to come on sugar, but <laughs> he playing man. I don't do that man. Cool. <laughs> but no, but, but you know yeah. I, so you saying like who on the come up who just kind of like I'm saying visas he knew yeah he and knew he, he got the city going crazy no he do he do he Skiller do. got the like right now Skiller V's yeah. they kind of neck and neck right now yeah. they both they got two different sounds you feel me but we claim both of the sounds for sure and they got the city going crazy now the song gorgeous yeah. that's that's the that's like the anthem right now for real. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Team she, from the West she Side. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so it's like, like we we are there. We are as I say, Detroit fucking shit right now. Then, but this the, the only thing though, I can't really say that's a. All due respect, I can't really say that's all a positive thing because, Detroit West Side is, like when we when East Side when they start taking over and rap, mm-hmm. like they accept everybody. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Yeah. Like, cause you gotta think, Skiller got put on from Sada. Yeah, for sure. He's got put on from Face. Yeah, you feel me? Um, and I think Baby Money, he been grinding. He's probably the only person that just straight grind, straight yeah, grind. House phone, y'all. Yeah, just straight, <laughs> straight grind, and you know, made it to his place without no major cosigns. For sure. But yeah. I'm pretty sure he had help too. But when the West Side get it. They don't put we don't put nobody on. Yeah. We just ball hog. You feel me? Like we really ball hog. Like, like well, you got what T T Con. I mean, Solid making noise, but T Con put the, you know got behind him. Pause. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, Solid was already putting in. Yeah, his he put in work. work. He yeah, just kind of like put him on the plate. You know, something I got had to think about a little harder. But like, I can honestly say, all right. So 
I'm probably yeah, I'm probably gonna get some little message from this, but fuck, <laughs> you know, we just gonna say it. T ain't put on nobody from uh All Star a ball hard. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He ain't put on like like he I know they, they probably on you know some of them on good terms, some of them on bad terms, and we ain't gonna speak on that. That's For their sure. business. Yeah. But you know, um like I'm waiting, you feel yeah, me? Like no, I'm waiting, sure. you know. Like and and see, and we we I talked to the East Side West Side, and I love East Side. The only reason I stay on West Side now because that's where my wife from. But like to me, what's ain't when I think about this this sound now, I'm always gonna say what's ain't was the was the was the fathers of this shit. Doughboy Cash Show, yeah, Doughboy Cash. I think they already they already was equally yoked. But when Pay got into position, like what? I'm not talking about nobody that you said you want to sign to your label and they never came out. Mm-hmm. Like who have who have they put on? Who, like yeah. who ha, who has a great you know like you got to think Sada Baby put Skiller Baby on while he was still building his career. Yeah, no, for sure. Even yeah. Big Sean, like I did a lot of different things to Big Sean. Got to respect. I was going to ask you of, like, I, like, who are some rappers you work with as far as with the arts. Yeah, yeah. I uh I did a lot of I did some stuff with Big Sean earlier on. You know, with mm-hmm. them Zeno and them and. Dumbo and Tone and Dub and all of them, you know, shout out to them. But, you know, like, Finally Famous supposed to be as big as the ASAP mob. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, you got ASAP, Rocky, you got, Ferg, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got Ferg, and then all the other people got, they, you know, career here and there. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like, we never, we deserved, we deserved to have a, a big setting Tone album. Mm-hmm. We overly deserved to have an early Mac album because early Mac said ain't tone key Wayne they when they all together yeah. like I'm surprised nobody really got to see them all in the studio together like the stuff sure. that they just bounce off the head they just so creative and they just so cold with it like they couldn't lose like the stuff that I seen earlier on like a lot of them you know you got five you got four to five people in their camp that deserve to have a national super you know, great break. You know what I mean? I think, I think, you know, I can say, I think Dusty was a part of them too. But oh, yeah, Dusty yeah, put yeah, himself yeah. on. Yeah, Dusty, you know right, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. West Side, we don't put nobody on. Like yeah, yeah. we don't. You, you might, it, it might be true though. I might have to look into that. I really, I really think yeah. about it. Like, like everybody who got in position never put nobody on. Yeah, right. Or if if somebody put it put somebody on, it's from the east side. East side to put the west side on, but the west side won't put the east side on or the west side. Yeah. So that's the only <laughs> thing that I don't like. You know with the West Side having it right now in rap, like, mm-hmm. like that's it's great that we you know got a ball, you know, V's from you know, like V, even V's would be rap you be like, ain't nobody gonna help you if you get go broke, so you better stay on top. You feel me? Yeah, like, that's sure. real, you feel me? But, like, you know, uh, or he, he, I think he said in the live, if you ain't never helped nobody, why are you asking me for help? You yeah. feel me? Like, we West Side, we some Bro. selfish ass. I think, I think we, but might, we swagged up though, yeah. but we lit. You feel like me? You say, I think about, I, I forgot what I was talking to this about, but, but like, I think when you said helping niggas out being selfish, shit, I think about people who be on social media who be wanting, like, dog, share my business, share my podcast, share my movie. Yeah. But nigga, when it's time for you to see your homeboys or people you know doing something, you ain't sharing shit, bro. For sure. You ain't going ahead. So if you want that love, you got to be giving it out. And you ain't got to be looking for it, but my thing is, if you got a platform, like my shit ain't the biggest, but I know whenever I see somebody doing something, I throw up on my story, I'll do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just how I love because I'm for like, sure. I just want to see people win. You know what I'm sure. saying? For sure, yeah. So it ain't yeah. gonna hurt me to share your shit yeah. or yeah. me to shout you out, bro. Facts, facts. And vice facts. versa, but niggas gonna facts. be understanding that shit, dog. Facts. And and the thing is, 
Like when I, you know, with with uh, G, mm-hmm. I see GT. I met GT at the studio with Big Sean and them. Like, yeah. you know, early Mac, he kind of brought me in and helped him design some products because he he was creating a plan when they got in the industry. Early Mac, the smartest one out of all of them. But when he got in the industry, he had ten steps. We're gonna do X, Y, Z to create uh, generational wealth for everybody around us. You mm-hmm. feel me? But you know, GT was up there too. He was, you know, he was young. He was young. He was up there, you know, doing his thing. You mm-hmm. feel me? I remember, like, I sh- I'm showing him Jay Z Nelly. You feel me? <laughs> he like, you cold, fresh, like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, that's back then. He was super small with all them tattoos on him. For sure, hell yeah, hell and, yeah. And uh, you know, you got to think like, but G really got on when he was. Like those really a lot of West Side people. He really got on with the East. I mean, he probably got a whole different story, but like the East, they got they came together. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And they first got they self established, got their team established, and they started establishing everybody around them. You, know sure. what I mean? Hell yeah. you didn't see that with the West, you know. Yeah. So it's like I would I really would have thought G and Dusty would have did a tape, you know, because mm-hmm. they. Had all them freestyles back in the day. It yeah, was so yeah. crazy. Hell yeah. But like, I really wouldn't forget about Dusty Boy. Yeah, for sure. I'll I be, I hit up Dusty. I'll be talking to him on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Another, another, another rapper, too. Uh, my dog Bodie, Bodie James. Uh, Bodie James. He oh, uh, he did one of my fashion shows. He uh, rapped at one of my fashion shows. Yeah, yeah. And I see you so. got my, my homeboy. He's been uh, doing something with you. I, um, I see he's going to be a part of the stuff you got going on tomorrow, which we're going to touch up on. But uh, HP Trice. Oh, yeah. Trice. That's the bro. He done so, blood. So like, kind of like looking at all, all that stuff. Like anybody who got something going on, I just hit them up. You feel me? Like earlier on, I don't wait till they get a yeah, name. Already, yeah, that's yeah. The, that's lame. Like when somebody got a name, <laughs> no, for sure. you know. So now you want show love? Like be like Trice, I think he he was rapping earlier, and I'm like, hey, come model for me, you yeah. know. So he still got my like pictures where he took pictures and stuff. He said he was inspired to do his clothing line for me. Yeah, for you sure. Know? So Hell yeah, yeah, that's that's the homie. Like yeah. you got a few people, you know. Uh, we put we put a lot of different Detroit designers on, mm-hmm. like uh, and people on period. Like Isai Agro said, his first performance was at the original Prophet on Lash on Grand River. Yeah, you feel me? He just yeah, came yeah. there one day, and his man was like, "Hey, my home, my people got a song. Can they perform at your event?" Yeah, I'm like, I don't care. Like, yeah, for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? So not, that's not, cool. You just missed that building, and we can get to the the the, the profit, the, the business, and stuff like that. Like. Yeah. I know you said you jumped into it 2014 without yep. really knowing anything, just put money into it, bought the building. So, like, what what was your goal with it then when you just you just purchased the building and you had something to work with? Like, what was the goal back then? All right, so it's a story behind that too. Um, so um I'm at a I'm at a Atlanta conference, AC3. Mm-hmm. My brother ended up running into some people and he like, you know, uh this is if you knew music back then, like it's basically like you know you know how you know you ahead on artists and music you know so we like six months eight months ahead on travis scott you feel me he still got a haircut so we like okay you feel me like so my brother like you know shit travis scott he's a manager over there i'm like okay shit you know so we go over there and you know his manager working with two artists dougie f which dougie f just got an award for writing for drake this year okay you know but this 2012 this centuries back yeah, you feel me? Sure, hell yeah. and he like he worked with travis scott too so i'm t- i tell him like you know we live in the city you know what i mean like we know everybody we tapped in with everybody mm-hmm. so he like i'm gonna rock with y'all you know and we end up great uh creating a relationship brought his artist to, you know uh his other artists 
artist Dougie F to Detroit earlier on mm. and to do uh one of my fashion shows, which is like known. Um and he had a they had a good time and they felt welcome as well too. Yeah. And uh, you know, just seeing they crew move too, that inspired me too. But one day I'm like, I'm in the hood and I saw like the, the storefront that we had uh was for rent and it was like 350 at the time. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm on the phone with him, like, yeah, they got a little storefront in my hood yeah. for $350. This Travis Scott manager, he's yeah. like, he like, bro, just grab it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, shit, I don't got it like that. He like, look, I, whatever you need, I'll send it to you. Just grab it. He said, he, I think a month later, he sent me, because we went through the whole process of doing a business proposal and stuff like that. Yeah. So he sent me like two bands just to lock the space. Okay. You feel me? And that's we then we created profit because before that I was just doing fashion shows for the homeless yeah you know like uh benefits for the homeless yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh he sent me the the money and we didn't even have a name for real we like i'm like if i do a lot of non-profit work but i want to make some money now yeah no i'm gonna call sense. it profit because yeah, yeah. i want to make some money yeah so he's yeah so that's how we got started there um and we just you know they didn't have a we really didn't have a plan we were selling like uh resold clothes and the little you know that's what people would rock a little snapback mm-hmm. with an old school vintage red ring jersey or something like that yeah. that's what we were selling you know back excuse me back then then we printed some profit tees and they just went so fast so mm-hmm. and then that then that was after how long are you being in the store that you started making the, the profit tees Two years for real. Okay. So you just, so you built up a buzz and they can starting to know you. Yeah, in. we just kind of like just starting trying to do something for real because you know I just saw that you know people like Rosebud had a store out. And I thought shout that out was, to Rosebud though. Yeah. Shout out to Rosebud. Like like looking at him like he will like I say what you see. You know I don't know what he really do for real. You know people people don't you know you don't really know people from the internet. But what I saw, which I told him this, like I saw a positive black man mm-hmm. who. Show his wife, show his kids, and show that he lived a lit life. For sure. For rapping, sure. selling sneakers, and traveling. Yep. I want to be like him. No, for sure. So I wanted a store, you know? And yeah. So, you know, and I told him that too. He when we was on the phone one day, uh, because when I finally took over the old burn rubber, which is the space we in now, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I told him that he started like laughing. You feel me? Because he like, yeah, that's right. You feel me? Like, yeah, no, yeah. you know, like who who knows? But this is the image that I want to market and yeah, promote. promote. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because uh, what what did that do? That inspired the young men to get a store and to you know create opportunities for other people. Mm-hmm. So you know if. I- if he was in the streets, maybe I would went that way. Yeah, no, you know? for sure. Yeah, no, he definitely one of those ones, and that's one of the conversations I had on the show that I really enjoyed with him, man. I was, I was happy he came in the hood, my, you know, what I'm saying, come in the yeah, basement, so, and chop it yeah, up, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, what I'm saying. So shout out to him for sure, for sure. So how many, how many um buildings do you have? Like, are, are, I mean, oh, so so the last year Grand River space we end up closing that in 2017. Okay, and uh, I had took a break. We really, um, me and um, shout out to. The ex profit uh, members, you know, Mark was holding down, JT was holding down, Juice was holding down. Just me and one of the members, we just wasn't really seeing eye to eye. We were supposed to open up a Chicago location. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I think when we got close to doing a second location, um, we just, 
I don't know. It just, it just, the energy just was off. Like we wasn't the same people before when we started. Mm. So we didn't get a chance to open the second location and we just, you know, just kind of had a falling out and, you know, we just had so much tied into the original location that it was no way to kind of like keep going with, cause it's like, yeah, we, we, we doing it for our culture, you know, but we don't care to be in the same room with each other at the time. Yeah. So we just like, let's just close it and stuff like that. For so sure. uh, after a little while, uh, people was just asking like, Dang, y'all close the space. Why y'all do that? I was yeah. coming to buy a tea. Yeah. I was coming to do that. <laughs> so I just wasn't, I wasn't in love with it no more. But my um cousin who was, he kind of like, when I went off to college, he went to prison. Because okay. he did rob somebody. So, yeah, yeah he, they, they cooked him. He was in that boy for a while. So, <laughs> so now, you know, it's seven and a half or eight, and eight years later. And uh, he getting out, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I done went through so much different stuff. Like we working with Travis Scott people and we at every concert, you know, and we traveling and we doing LA and we doing, all, we doing so many different things, working with everybody doing so much positive, positive, positive things. I'm like, I need to pick him up from prison. So he won't yeah. fall into back into the, shit. the bad bag. You feel mm-hmm. me? So when I picked him up, he had all these ideas coming out of prison, what he wanted to do. And, you know, he started talking about clothes and I'm like, you know, I got a clothing line and I started showing him different stuff. And he like, all right, I'm going to do all the other stuff, but the clothes we rocking with profit. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So still at the time I wasn't doing too much, but he's like, I need a profit outfit for this event. Mm. I want to do this. I'm going to do this only in profit. That's all I'm wearing. Yeah. So I start making clothes for him. And then people start requesting clothes. And in a few months, I had like hella orders where I'm ordering 200 t-shirts, 200 hats, mm-hmm. 200 shorts. And that was like decent numbers for real. You yeah. feel me? Like, and they, it's all selling out fast. Like I'm buying clothes that I think will last three months and it's lasting a week and a half. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, I got motion, instant traction, you know, and we created the brand, you know, the brand revived for a second life, you know? So, uh, yeah, it started moving again, and mm-hmm. you know we didn't have a store at the time. We just was kind of like out the trunk and stuff like that, and um, we started doing little pop up shops with the malls. So originally, we were supposed to open up our newer location as a start over in LA because the Beverly Center, which people yeah, don't know, yeah, 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 they they're owned by a family from Michigan. Okay. So when I'm looking up their lease office to see what they got for, you know, up and coming, usually malls have something for the upcoming entrepreneurs. So, you know, if they got something for upcoming entrepreneurs, you just call the leasing agent and ask them what opportunities they got coming up for up and coming people. Mm-hmm. And when I called, it was a two freight number and they like, yeah, we know Blockbusters and the artist village and all that, you know, yeah. we really kind of know about you for real. So yeah. they like, we're going to throw you a story for the low if you come to the Beverly Center because we already know your story for real. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, we lit. <laughs> yeah, we gone. Yeah. They take me to, I go fly out there, I see my store, everything. They're like, you know, only thing is, you know, for the price we're giving you, if somebody rents your store, you got to move to a, another empty location. So you got to have a mobile store, but you good, yeah. you know, until it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got all my, you know, eggs ready to do that. 
and then COVID happened. Right. The month later. Yeah. You know, actually, I was on a plane and somebody <laughs> had a COVID mask on, and I'm like, the "Fuck is that?" Like, as <laughs> soon as I landed, everybody had masks on. As <laughs> soon as I got back to the city, it was on the news. Like, it was like a movie for real. No. And real. then they like, you know, if you give us these large sum of money, we don't have no plan to give it back to you in case we can't open them all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess we ain't gonna have no store in the Beverly Center. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, just imagine yeah. you give somebody a large sum of money and they're like, I can't give it back to you. Yeah, like, it's yeah, in there now. Yeah, it's, go, it's a wrap. It's gonna keep rolling over until mm-hmm. it don't. Yep. So, uh, riding in the city, going to get some food. I saw um, a for rent sign on the store that we at now. And I'm like, it must be a sign because I got hit by a train right there. And I looked to the right and say for rent. And the um, landlord was like, I'm looking for um, a black, particularly a black uh, clothing, excuse me, business to be in the store. Mm-hmm. And she vibed with me. We got the story open it and we created more opportunities for more people. For sure. Hell yeah. That's what's up. What mistakes do you see people making now when they want to get to the fashion world, when they get to the clothing? What what mistakes do you see that people make on a, on a you know, saying on a daily basis? Um, I wouldn't say it's too many mistakes mm-hmm. because I love seeing all the new clothes. Okay, you know, like I love seeing them. Like I think that um, they just need to don't try to do what you the next person do. Mm-hmm. Do what you want to do. Yeah. So, for instance, you may say. Man, I want to come out with uh Cabario shoes. And I, you know, I like the Italian shoes and they be like laces, you know, like a lot of people in Detroit really know a lot of details about <laughs> no, fine, sure. yeah, yeah. fine quality stuff. You no, feel they me? do. And then when they're ready to do it, they'll put Cabario on a regular gilding t-shirt. No, like I, you I wanted swear, to you wanted to that. do a shoe. You feel me? So you gave up so quick. That you just settle for a t-shirt on a guilty. Yeah. But if you do some more research and you do some more, you know, if anybody that got any questions about doing anything fashion, hit my line. I'm not going to hold no game or nothing like that. The most I'm going to do is charge you to design. Mm-hmm. But for info, I'm not going to charge. So you can go to Sourcing in Vegas where that event free and you go there. They bring in all the manufacturers from all over the world twice a year from every country in the world Mm -hmm. at least 10 of them and they're gonna have the same people who make the balenciaga shoe the same people who make the gucci shoe and they're gonna have the actual shoes right there and if you like down to the sketchers Mm -hmm. you know they got if this the aisle for the sketcher of my bad this the aisle for the sketcher quality this the aisle for the jordan quality this the aisle for the balenciaga quality it's gonna be 200 people in each aisle you could pick from any of them people. They gonna bag you and drag you into their uh booth to get your business. Mm-hmm. And you tell them, I want this shoe to look like this and had this and it had a wax strings and a leather tumbled and this, that with the suede and the stitches like this with the fat uh thing. And they're gonna say, Give me X amount of dollars. They're gonna create you a sample in 30 to 60 days. And then they're gonna let you know, like, all right, this is how much it costs for a run, what you need a hundred shoes. And you're gonna do it like that. Yeah. Don't just settle for. You know, like we got a lot of t-shirt brands and I love all of them, mm-hmm. but do what your mindset to do. People yeah. don't even pay respect to the Gotti's. 
you know, the people who did the Gotti's. The Gotti's was a crazy shoe made by somebody from Detroit. Like, yeah. that was the coldest shoe that came. Well, one of the coldest shoes that came out of Detroit. Yeah. Uh, right now, Chiefy Tribe got it with with their shoes. So. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you said because the, the Gildans, man. You know, don't do t-shirts, bro. Like, because well, I, 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 I'm doing COVID. I wanted to, I got to get back on my, my t-shirt line, man. I had this shit. The brand was called Young Excellence. And young excellence that had the young kings, young queens t shirts. Yeah, so but I was like, I found the Gildan shirts, right? You yeah. feel me? So it was put, put them boys on, but it's like once you get that first wash and they're dry, yeah, it's, it's a wrap. Yeah. So, talk about the people who start these these t shirt lines and how important it is to get like a high quality t shirt that you can go ahead and throw in the wash machine and still rock it and still be fresh. Uh, you know what? I ain't gonna lie, I, I can't, I, I that's something I disagree on, okay? If um, if you got a brand mm-hmm. and you do a simple print on a simple t-shirt and it's selling and it's working because your demographic, you know, all right, Kev, all right, y'all mess with Kevin Samuels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I don't think he talked bad on women. I okay. think he put them put a reality check. For so sure. uh some women want because he talked about high value men, he don't talk about a good man, he's not talking about a man that you know can at least just keep a job and bring in 500 a week. He's talking about people who make from a quarter million up to a million or a quarter million up to above that. Okay. So he tell these women like you want somebody to take care of you that make all this money but you don't that's not what you have around you. You're not living that lifestyle. You're not that person. Mm-hmm. So he not saying don't don't try to get them, but he's saying Lower your standards and talk to somebody who make fifty thousand or eighty thousand or a hundred thousand or twenty thousand. Yeah. That fraud cook could be the best man for you. No, for sure. Because yeah. you you bigger, you know, that's when it get crazy because you fat as hell. <laughs> you feel me? And your hair ain't done and this and that. You feel me? Like settle for this. Like it's not wrong with this. You feel me? So with the t-shirts, if everybody around you, if nobody is making you know, if people just around you got regular jobs and they can't afford, they already can't afford Gucci at all. Yeah. Why make a t-shirt and sell it for a hundred dollars? Not for you sure. Me? Fast. Yeah, if no. you make a t-shirt and sell it for 30 or $40, that's affordable. Mm-hmm. And they selling off the racks and it, and it, it could be a gilding with the, with the tag cut off. If it's working for your brand, <laughs> yeah. do that. You okay, know? So it's okay for me to sell my gilding t-shirts. I'm good. No, it's good. It's good okay. to do that. All right, bad, But bad, if bad. you around people, you know, you know, like like your cousin G, he's not gonna wear it. He not he wears certain things. You know, he likes certain things. So he may want the brand that, but he, he these people ain't no dummy. You feel me? They mm. not stupid. Mm. They know that you may try to sell a gilding to them for the hundred dollar t shirt. They looking at the quality. They mm-hmm. already got this and that, so they know that this a three dollar bill. You feel yeah. me? So. You can have a successful brand and at affordable prices mm-hmm. with common material if you you know got a clever or uh amazing design for sure you know um, yeah. do what works for you no you, you know? that's, that's true you can't be sitting here getting this this cheap material and selling it for 60 70 dollars right yeah i got me i asked come down here man we it, it, the, the hats like you know what i'm saying it was a bright hat i'm thinking he about to give it to me for a little he like yeah 40. I'm like, bro, I'll give you 20 for that mug. Right, that mug yeah, dog. Yeah. Then, like, you you watch Looney Tunes, Yosemite Sam, we got that big-ass brim. Yeah, it yeah. was just like, I'm like, bro, yeah. I, and I got a big head, nigga. That motherfucker, yeah. I couldn't even get that mug on my head, bro, because, like, 
if I put it all the way down, that bitch gonna be in my nose. Then if I right. put it on top of my head, that motherfucker up here. Like, right. I, yeah. I think a lot of people get into this fashion stuff, but don't really pay attention to the material that they use it. They don't pay attention. Yet, and so. then they sell this stuff. And it, like you said, a nigga try to charge me 40 for a hat. And that motherfucker didn't even like, it just felt terrible. Right. Shout out to my dog Stats, man, from HP. He be, his, shit, his, his stuff be good. So like, we really be looking at like, you know, how can we get, Either we're gonna we gonna pay a lot of people gonna pay the you know what we feel like it's worth mm-hmm. or less than it's worth. So mm-hmm. it's like if you got a t-shirt and it looked like a 40 50 and you want 20, that's an easy sale. So I'm gonna be like, yeah, hey, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah right for now. sure. You know, or if you got a 40 50 t-shirt and it's 40 50, okay. But that 40 50 t-shirt that you want for 120, because you you are used to wearing this stuff mm-hmm. and they don't, you know somebody can probably make way more money than you selling a $30 t-shirt, a hundred of them, than you selling two, two or three, oh, hundred dollar t-shirts. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, yeah. uh, and then there's more people out there wearing it. So do what work for you for real. Um, and shout out to profit brand. You feel me? We got a, <laughs> a sale going on this weekend. All of our classic, uh, profit cash only tees, $20 all weekend. So make sure, sure. y'all shop. Hey, make sure y'all go get a tea and shit, man. Tell me, uh, I sent you, you get, uh, no money off. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, though, I want to ask you this real quick too, man. Before we get about here, though, as far as the uh, brand you have in the building, you gotta have staff. You got, yeah. you got have, you know, saying people that work for you and stuff, dog. How tough can that be having the right people in your stores and have ever been like a bad story with an employee uh, that you can speak on? <laughs> we got a few. We got a few stories. <laughs> we got. Some some employees was like talking to each other, and then when legal action got into play, all of a sudden they weren't talking to each other. Yeah. You feel me? Like you know you was talking to that person, you know you was talking to that person too. Yeah, exactly. Now that this going on, you feel me? Like or this this play involved, you feel me? Now y'all can't. Y'all was t- y'all was yeah, y'all was just <laughs> yeah. cool. Like, like that, so it's like I really look now. I don't really like people uh being in uh bit like work relationships if they work for me because mm-hmm. it get crazy. Like, I need you to go do this event for me, and I'm paying you, but she playing it this way because she's trying to get back at them, so they <laughs> late. You feel me? And they in the you know, she's want to sit in the car and he in there trying to sell, and he kind of mad, you know, like <laughs> all these situations like come about. So, I don't think that. They sh- you should talk at all in situations like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people be trying to steal and that crazy. Like you don't know what's, what you got going on. Yeah. Uh, people be coming late. Um, people be just playing crazy games. Like you supposed to be selling clothes. You in there with the drink? You feel me? Like getting turned. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you know. Um, <laughs> I, got a, I got a bunch of crazy stories, but I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on my people. I just no. think I, uh, I need to, um, for the next go around when I start bringing in more people, I need to be better prepared. And we got uh, good stories too, like you know, me and my my cousin Rich Rand. It was only really me, Rich Rand, and uh, my homegirl Lacelle when we had end up hitting a hundred thousand dollars in sales so we didn't have a lot of those issues when it was kind of like less of us Mm -hmm. you know and we covered a lot of traction and we traveled and we did a lot of great things 
yeah. you know. So for every uh every bad story, story I got good ten one. good stories. For sure. Have you had that, ever had to put hands on somebody on your employees? <laughs> Did I put hands on somebody? <laughs> I think I, I think we got close. Anytime yeah. I feel like we get to that level, they just need to just for go sure. for real. Yeah, so yeah, I never yeah. actually put hands on nobody, but it, it came to some points where we got into some crazy texts yeah. or we got into uh, some some huge arguments. For sure. But yeah, luckily, yeah. that never happened. I, I'm against all that. You yeah, know, somebody I said, can get hurt. Because I asked about that story. I know nowadays, bro, with with everything as far as like groceries, gas, like prices for shit is is, is extremely high. Cost of living is high as hell. So I'm, I'm, I was just wondering that, you know, saying is it, is it tough to have employees? Because you know, shit, niggas ain't trying to get jobs if they getting, you know, pay if they ain't get paid so much, you know, dollars an hour, and shit like that. So I, I know it might be tough, you know, saying keep staff because shit, niggas don't want to really want to work now. Ever since like you mentioned COVID, once niggas start seeing some money when they were doing, it, if it was stimulus checks, if it was unemployment, it kind of like stopped niggas from wanting to really, you know, saying work for a certain dollar amount. Yeah, um, I be I go I I get a lot of different issues so you know i kind of i can mix the local with the designer you see i got you know got gucci hat on with some with some bellies you feel me with mm-hmm. my with some you know new profit shit you know profit shorts and stuff like that but like people just and then they see like a lot of my success part so i may be you know i may be like hell i need my grass cook anybody cut my grass they'd be like yeah i can do it for 200 <laughs> Like no, this is like serious. Like I always run into this issue. Next day, two hundred. You know, like a little light two hundred. You feel me? Like what? <laughs> like so, I run into a lot of them issues where I either gotta like do it myself, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, go through somebody else to do it. Where they like you know, because uh, people just feel like you, they gotta inflate the price for you. Like you really, you know, <laughs> living crazy like that. You know, yeah, and you know. It's my fault too. My lady always like tell me like you kind of put your you advertise that like you market yourself like that like you got the hugest bag in the world. So you know people expect you to pay the hugest bag too. So yeah. I gotta watch things that I do too. For know? sure, hell yeah. Um, so hell yeah. She all came. He said we was cousins. So you know you throw me a couple of dollars. <laughs> for sure, for <laughs> sure. I'm I, 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 I wish I, I if I would have came to the wedding, I for sure would have put that pack in there. Oh, shit, man. Hey, that's one thing we we fuck, we and we missed out on is is wedding gifts and money because shit, COVID. We had to cut that shit down to 12 people. Oh, we yeah. had bought the whole we had paid for the whole venue or everything, bro. Yeah. A week before COVID. Wow. Lost that money. I'm still trying to get that money back, dog. Like I ain't going down without a fight, dog. Like, yeah, for sure. You gotta just <laughs> Do another reception or something. I don't know. No, hell yeah, we gotta do something, dog. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now, uh, if it was a brand that you could bring back and and and, and collab with, that I don't, and I not necessarily is dead, but just people don't rock with it no more. Cause I just don't. Like for example, like let's say um, Rockaware. What would be some shit that you would bring back and you would want to go ahead and work with and think that you can go ahead and take them over a level again? Uh, it's two. It's two brands. Um. Okay. Um. And shout out to uh Tony Shelman. He uh he created Mecca and he kind of like was like a soft mentor to me too. Mm-hmm. Um but one two brands, I would say Azure. Okay, yeah, Azure yeah. had a lot of potential that that they never hit. It just was, you know, a brand that kind of hit every you know, it was everywhere it was a brand to have, mm-hmm. but it never really I don't think they hit their peak like they should have. And uh Jabot, like I think oh, I could. Shit. I think Nigga, I'll be a brand ambassador. Yeah, I think the face of Jabot. I think if Jabot, 
like if I were to come in and design a collection, yeah. I think that it could be a updated, up to scale collection. You know, I think four plus five or something like that. They kind of do that style, yeah. but it's not actually Jabot, but it's that same like style, and they popularized it. Yeah. But Jabot, I think I can. Damn, uh, it's Jabot, man. I think I can come in and kind of, you know, like that's a designer peak. Like if you can create a silhouette that your brand have done mm-hmm. and it be copied or you know it gets so big that it you know like it could tank your brand too you know like like somebody created bell bottoms but mm-hmm. nobody wearing bell bottoms today <laughs> yeah, for you sure. know what i mean so like with the with the shuttle pants i think that was like one of the most creative designs that i ever seen mm-hmm. but it also it also had tanked that brand you know yeah um the fubu jersey you feel me like yeah. that was a popular design but it also tanked the brand the kooji sweater that was a creative you know mm-hmm. where other people tried to recreate it and it was so big but it also tanked the brand but yeah. i think that if jabot brought me in as a designer i can take that to the moon you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. are you looking for are you looking to do something like that like like yeah i, I never actually had no designer job for uh for a higher like established more brand but I have the skills I know how to sew. I went to fashion school, so I know how to sew. I know how to design. I know how to do tech pets. Mm. You know, I just never uh, done that. But also, maybe I haven't promoted that. Like I say, people see what you market. So yeah, for sure. See what I they probably see. never even marketed. Yeah, so. that'd, be, that'd be dope, dog. Hell yeah, dog. Jabos, bro. Shout out to uh, Hot Boys, man. Shit, Cash Money. When they was rocking the yeah, boys, they made me money. get one. The yeah. Jabos with the, uh, the uh, big ass white tee and the Rees. Yeah. Uh, Class Reeboks, boy. Right. Man, hell yeah. Right. Now, before we get about here, we, we got to talk about the first annual Profit uh, Day that's hey. going on tomorrow, man, oh, uh, yeah. in Royal Oak. Really? Uh, just talk about that. What what inspired you, you know what I'm saying, to do this and what you got going on throughout this day because it's going to last from, you say, uh, after we had our big our big year, you know, um, and you know, I go front like other brands. They be talking like, "Oh, we was doing like sixty thousand a month." All right, for us, a hundred thousand was great for us to do in twelve months because we come from the bottom. So sure. that was great for us. And yeah. I wanted to do something to give back to our customers for two thousand twenty-two. But the idea was just so big we couldn't complete it on time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just pushed it to uh, twenty-three. Okay, but it's a day where if you purchase profit you are gonna have a t- the time of your life come mm. wear your profit that you purchase mm. um you're gonna be treated really well you know um we got we got a bunch of different things that we are giving out um and that we have just access to our vip mm-hmm. customers which we know the people obviously if somebody spent a thousand five hundred things like that mm. then you know we i know you more on a personal level and you know you good um and you also can come and if you you know unfamiliar with profit you can come and you can meet us um and you can shop as well because we got some exclusive things coming out mm. um dropping as well um for the kids we're doing a kid coloring contest which we're going to be giving away a cash prize so the robber character the uh, illustrated robber character is going to be kind of blew up poster size mm-hmm. and we're gonna have a bunch of crayons you could color it and uh whoever got the best one gonna get first i was just gonna do a hundred dollars to one but that kind of seemed kind of mean so i think <laughs> we'll break it down to like 50 and uh first second third 30 and 20 or something like that for first second third because 
I don't want to be, I want to exclude other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then after that, we got the meet and greet. We got um, Burn Poe and Big Jermaine. Um, they do uh, comedy with uh, Skinbone out of Chicago. They got a popular channel. Okay. And, you know, they just go off. So they support the Marin a lot. Sure. They coming out here to meet all their fans and people from Detroit. So if y'all like to see that I man and all of them just uh pull up they can be taking pictures and stuff. Mm. Um uh, we got um some exclusive merch dropping tomorrow which I haven't even took pictures of but they'll see it when they pull up and we got a big sale on any of our inventory that have been sitting. So if you you know, like, like, you know, if you feel like our prices could have been too high, uh, tomorrow is the day to take advantage and get something for, you know, all the way down from, you know, uh, 50% off, uh, you know, and you can get stuff at probably as cheap as like $20. Okay. Um, and then we got a business panel panel, um, hosted by shy. Uh, she's a cannabis, um, curator in Detroit and um we got the brands some of the most popular brands in detroit uh coming out so we got um alexander rose gonna be at the business panel um you know he got a brand his his stores in uh uh what is it st Clair shores okay which is really like just across the hood yeah. off eight mile yeah, for sure. you know it ain't like way out there like yeah. that, but uh, cause that's what I think when I think of St. Clair, but it's really just a cross right there. Yeah. The but, uh, um, and you know, he did some designing for Babyface Ray tour set. Then we got Barack Obama coming. He from like the Brightmont area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he did a lot of work to help build up revive. And he has, uh, he done styling for, uh, you know, Beyonce big rollout with the little crystals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he did stuff with Bustin' Rhymes. He did stuff uh for a lot of different celebrities, American Horror Story too. Okay. He did styling like that. So you gotta think like these are people who in the industry, but they from the hood. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like so, you know, um, we got June Buck from Black Back uh Plotter Clothing. He's more I think he's like on his second year designing, but I'm sharing my uh my platform to him as well mm. uh we got foreign fortune they like a longer running um brand from basically my generation i think we like the same age they're at fairlane so then we're talking about um you know how to maintain a storefront for so many years yeah. you know in the same space or in the mall uh we got monique she's coming from chicago so she's talking about um you know how to be um, a female in a male dominated industry mm-hmm. and mental health. Then we also got uh Granger. He got the brand Chiefy Tribe. He put out uh, you know, the sneakers that's real popular right now. And he's gonna be talking about uh marketing um and also mental health as well. Oh shit, you then, got a lot of people out here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. It's like gonna be, and, yeah. and then uh we got the fashion show hosted by Rich Rand and Fans Fans's uh fashion show uh curator, but she just uh DJing on this one. Okay, kind of playing the background DJing. Um and we got 
high risk clothing which is a new brand they haven't even released yet they're going to be in a fashion show so we introducing them in our platform uh pillow boys they're going to be on a fashion show Hell as yeah. well and uh top side they're going to be in a fashion show uh as well and then we're going to be showing our uh lifestyle collection which is more so like you at the crib you got the profit pajamas on mm-hmm. things like that you know yeah. like you know like i don't think no brand did that but you know you got to live all the way around you know with this mm-hmm. lifestyle so yeah and then we're throwing an after party after that so if you know just so happen nobody can make it to the whole event all day mm-hmm. and you just want to get turned at the after hours <laughs> come you know to the to the after party it's going to be the same situation so now is, is it is it do it cost to come to the event like it's free it's free it's free it's free so like free come out uh you're gonna leave with something at least a sticker for free yeah you know so you don't gotta pay and do nothing you could just come and enjoy the vibe yeah, walk around mango and shit. yeah and uh we're trying to make it an annual thing um like i said this year we brought burn poe and big jermaine which is uh some really funny comedians off the internet off instagram but next year we we got a big name coming from Louisiana. Okay. I ain't gonna say who it is. Yeah. But we're gonna be turned. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And they gonna have me on that motherfucker too. Cause yeah, for sure. <laughs> I actually, to be honest, I I really I wish you could have just been there just to do this podcast all day. And dope, why yeah. these people, you know, people come, just come, sit them down yeah. for two seconds. See, that, that, you know. that, that's what we can, we can, we can do that shit for sure. That'd be dope. Yeah, next year, yeah, we're yeah, gonna commit to yeah. that. So that'd be dope, you know. Um, so hell yeah. Now, I, 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 I might get to, we, we towards the end. The last question I want to ask when we get to our, my end shit is a uh, young nigga shit versus some shit I've been through. What's some things that you believe as a young, fresh that you don't believe in now? Things that I don't believe as a young fresh. Like, yeah, uh, young fresh, 18, 19 year old fresh. You thought this, but now you look at that shit like, man, I was on some bullshit. I was I was thinking some bullshit. Uh you guys all right. Can I can I can I change the age? Yeah, it don't matter what age is some shit. Go back you... to I'd say 15. All right. Because 19, I was my mind was gone. I was already in school. I had three jobs. I was living up. I was I was moving, you yeah. know. But uh I say disrespecting your people around you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because we're gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna end it all on a positive note, you know, your mom, you feel me? Yeah. Like you making choices for the people around you. If you offer some bullshit, it's ultimately gonna affect your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister. Mm-hmm. You go to jail, they in jail. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like we all got people incarcerated. We can't see. Why we gotta go and do this and go get to the officer? The officer yeah, at the yeah. at the jail wanna fill on you yeah. and all types of crazy stuff, <laughs> exactly. violate you and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. Just think about answer this question. You feel me? You wanna go to jail so you, so you can have a, a racist officer fill on your mama titties? You yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, no, you don't want that to happen. You feel mm-hmm. me? Do you want to have people be keep sending you money where you can't survive on your own? No, you don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then we just go out, we talk crazy about you know our females. We treat our females so poorly. We treat our kids so poorly. We uh, you know, you know, do we we uh, we want uh we want to fly out this ex you know just super Instagram person then when you meet this person they don't even have nothing going on for themselves <laughs> no, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. like like 
that's crazy. You feel me? Like when you can appreciate the person that you already got in your life, mm-hmm. you feel me? With a natural body. There's no reason. <laughs> God, I swear to God, ain't no ain't no guy ever picked no girl that had no long lashes. Yeah. We never made no, we never made no choice like that. She got eyelashes that look like bat wings on her face. She is so beautiful. Let's pick no stay yeah. natural, you know. Stay natural, put, bat some, wings you know, put some eyeliner on, you know. We never said, you know, we I mean, we may like to look at the BBLs on a, you know in our phone, but in reality, you feel me like it look whack. Like, <laughs> that's whack. No, like, for sure. Cause you look at those old rap videos back in the day, everybody looked different. Look, All they, was, they was real natural back, yeah. back in the day, you for know. Sure. Hell and yeah. you know, they want the it's it's crazy. They're about to cut themselves up and do so much horror today to their body uh and you know like you don't got to do that i'm i'm a father two girls you don't got to do that if they don't if if this person don't like you guess what it's somebody, somebody else, else that no, will. for sure that's way better than that person because that person saying a lot about who they are you yeah, know yeah. uh and you know to keep it real with these young young people you mm-hmm. know like if the streets if this if the streets was so amazing and so justifiable when nobody snitch. Yeah, for sure. We keep we keep talking about we keep talking about snitches. Somebody done made a whole business exposing <laughs> snitches, making millions. Yeah. You feel me? Like, think about that. Like Sri Lord Rook, Rook was just on a, a podcast talking about that the other day. He said, Nobody even live up to these street rules. Who mm-hmm. live up to these street rules? Hell yeah. The person that you know. In reality, they get your big homie. He sit in that room. You you sit in the other room. You talking? About, I ain't telling no nothing. <laughs> he said his name's Jaquavius Brown. His mama house. I got motion out here. He yeah. don't got no motion. Sure. I need to get back on the street. Yeah. If somebody come to me and they talk about I'm snitching, they can't beat me physically. Yeah. You got to. I move too smart. So. Man, I'm telling on everybody. I'm telling <laughs> on the whole hood. Yeah, you feel me? Sure. Like, and and it, why? When you could have just told this young man who about to get 20 years, 30 mm-hmm. years. I, my cousin just went to um sitting on on somebody else court date in another court. They gave somebody who was like 20 or 30, 90 years over for a situation that didn't even involve them. They sister called to defend them in a situation that wasn't true and they was trying to be tough you know and they then he said the judge the per the, somebody in, in the courtroom said your sister that you did this for not even in the court in your court date she and, not um, even yeah, not court support date. you yeah not you and this boy through you your cooked. whole life yeah it's a wrap you cook you about to be doing push-ups, tough as hell. Head. Yeah, hell yeah, nigga. <laughs> mug in the camera, nigga, for your, for your jail pose. Sharpening spoons, hell plastic yeah. spoons. You feel no, me? No, for sure. People, you know, need, people need to understand, man. Like, this, this stay out their life, bro. Yeah, like back, like now. I can say, even though my family was in the streets, they always used to be tell me they used to be like, "Go home. You can't come with us. We're not yeah. doing this with you. No. If you doing this, we beating your ass. You yeah, feel me? For sure. You need like that. so. I did have some positive, you know, people, but I shit. How you gonna tell me to go home, man? I'm saying you with a lot of money this big. Yeah. I want to do the same thing too. So we just gotta change the narrative and be honest and real to our youth and be respectful and uh 
we gotta you know just change the narrative like we 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 live in it's wild right now man on all ends Hell yeah, so we gotta change that and uh Pay it for it, help the next person. So for sure, for sure. Now I got this one thing, dog. I, I'm gonna end it off before we get to the drunk moment, hot moment, dog. You know, you the first person I'm about to do this statement called uh, "What's worse?" Okay. <laughs> I ask you the question. You tell me what's worse, dog. It's some silly shit too. Some some shit silly, whatever. Being a tall nigga with short arms or being a short nigga with tall legs. <laughs> Cause you gotta think that nigga with the tall legs got that short ass. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what's worse? You can't do nothing with no short arm. You can't do nothing but clap. That's bold as shit. Niggas like a T Rex in that You gotta go like this to get your out your pockets. That's bold as shit. Yeah. Like if you got long arms and short legs, you can at least gallop to get your location. You feel me? You got no, there, bro. <laughs> they owe me the legs ain't working. <laughs> Swing for the tree, uh-huh. but you got short hands. You feel like man, you cooked. Man, like, it's a wrap, dog. Can't even get to. You got the gun. Your waist can't even get that. You good? You, you can't fold get to your good. You gotta fold. You gotta fold up. They didn't shot your gun. <laughs> you out of here. All right, dog. They got a long casket. Your funeral extra and shit. <laughs> you got short legs. They can just fold your arms. And <laughs> Oh shit! No. That's bold. You gotta, you gotta pay for the super size cast. You got a long leg. No, hell no, no. All right, no. This is what uh, you want? No, no car, nice crib, nice car, no crib. Which one works? No car, nice crib. Uh, or night, nice, yeah. No, no car, nice crib, but nice car, no crib. I go, no car, nice crib. Okay. You can hustle out your crib for real, but Hell yeah. you can't, you know, that's wild. Somebody break your car, you in their sleep. Man. <laughs> yeah. You can't do nothing. They got the gun on you, everything. <laughs> yeah, that's bold. He was having been sleeping good, too. That's but... bold. Wake up. <laughs> Damn. Fuck. Hey, that happened to me at work, though. I was going to the car and go to sleep, though, and they were open my car door, dog. Oh, yeah. I was on uh, break, nigga. I was in business. Like, he, what the fuck? He violated. He's like, nigga, he like, oh, uh, that nigga was like, bro, car. I'm like, yeah, nigga. For sure was wrong. All right, really. next one. Which one worse? A chick with bad feet or a chick with bad teeth? I go teeth. All right. That's All right. like fire. Like, you yeah. ain't had no bad breath. Can't have no bad teeth. None of that. All right. This, which one you think worse? Down from getting shot or down from getting stabbed? Stabbed. That's hell excruciating. Yeah. Man, hell yeah. You got to take that shit. You. All right, man. You know what I'm saying? Of course, no disrespect to your, to your lady or whatever. It was question. She pretty cool. She would let me answer. Which one worse? Kiss your girl who got bad breath or eating a box, eat some stink box. Uh what's worse? Yeah. Uh I never I never ever ate no stink box, but I probably think the stink box was worse. All right. Now with kids, what's worse? Having no money on a birthday or having no money on Christmas? I experienced both of them. <laughs> Which one you felt the worst? I was nigga? looking for the white people outside Riffin Theater. <laughs> <laughs> Let me holler at you real quick. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you can make some shit up on birthdays. Birthday. Depending birthday, on where your birthday is, too. Yep. You can hit the weekend. You can hit the two weeks. And, yep. you know, 
If it's summertime, you can go take them somewhere, have some fun. Yep, you can always take them somewhere and do something. Oh, yeah, it's free splash pads in the summertime. (laughs) Christmas, you knew Christmas all day long. It's bold business. (laughs) They're not trying to hear it at all. All the kids around them got the gifts. Yep. They're not trying to hear it. I don't care. My my youngest son was hyped him up. He got that PS5 because Big Brother already had it. Oh, yeah. He had the. He had the piece of PlayStation 4 and Xbox. So he's like, I want to move up like him. Nigga, five years old. Like, you got to buy your five-year-old son PlayStation 5? Yes, that's what he wants. It's not easy, though. Like, oh, uh, is you a father, too? No. Is it, so you that nigga looks at you like, something wrong with you, nah, nigga? No, nah, he does, for real. Like, <laughs> you got to think, being a father is not easy. No. Nah, you feel me? No, nah, bro. The rent is five days after Christmas. Duh, for sure. <laughs> you feel me? Hell yeah. And in my situation, my daughter's birthday is December 15th. My oldest son's birthday, December 13th. Yeah, that's uh, my, my daughter's birthday, December 15th. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, she'd be three December 15th. Yeah, she'd be five, uh, six on December 15th. Hell yeah. But it's like, all right, this, the, this, the, why did they send that big dictionary Toys R Us book to us when we was little? Duh, hell With yeah. Them, they had go karts in there that was 1200, 1400. <laughs> Duh. They had you, super nerf. You circling the, shit. No, you ain't your mama. You ain't getting nothing. <laughs> hell yeah. That Duh. was bold. Like, and then we Give it to our parents. They already stressed out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not knowing that you about to fuck up their day even worse. That messed up their mental health for real. That messed yeah. up ours, too. Because yeah, we're trying yeah. to figure out why we can't get that. Like, we got to live realistically. Like, okay, Duh. look. You can have this. You can have this $2,000 Christmas. But guess what? Your game ain't going to work on the first because they cut off that electricity. <laughs> Hell yeah, for sure. <laughs> you go to school. Yo, you going to have on them nice clothes. But your booty going to stink because they cut off that water. Hell yeah. You feel me? You <laughs> You got to go to grandma house to wash up. You ain't going to make it there every day. You ain't going to go straight to school. So you better make sure you wash up for two days. Or you can have a $500 Christmas and we had everything else that we need. No, for sure. And on them other holidays, we're going to go crazy. Hell yeah. All right, this is the last. What's worse? Losing your chick to your homeboy or losing your chick to your ex? (laughs) Oh. And the ex hates you. So not only you lost your chick, but you lost your ex, and that's a girl, nigga. Like, I say a homeboy for real. That's worse. Yeah, yeah. I say homeboy, ex. If uh, I ain't really, it's some. I say some exes that hate me, but I think that they hate me because they can't be with me. You yeah. feel me? So I don't. I wouldn't really feel like that's the worst in the world. Okay. But a homie. Yeah, that's violate. I ain't gonna lie. I gotta kill you. <laughs> ain't no way around that. <laughs> All right, dog. Hey, well, she, we, we don't condone killing y'all. It's like, no. That's bold. I'm, no, I go, up. She, she done got with a female, my ex female. I go over to their house. I'm trying to sit down on the couch, get comfortable. Hey, y'all, what, what, was, what was on the news today? I'm getting comfortable with everything. I'm, but homeboy, what? Yeah, that's violate. That's violate. That's violate, dog. All right, now we end everything off with a drunk moment or hot moment, dog. Funny story, when you were drunk, hot, or on cocaine? <laughs> we don't condone cocaine. Uh, if you hustling, selling it, go crazy. Yeah, 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 for sure. Using it to stop. Yeah, know, that's crazy. Yeah, that but uh, <laughs> I say I told you, I told y'all my drunk and my hot before because I was trying to figure out if it's a good story. But all right, so I. Uh, I'm in Chicago. I'm young as hell. I got there when I'm 19. So my first two years, I'm working in a, a high-end restaurant. Okay. High-end restaurant with all the top chefs. They they 27, 30 up, you know. Um, and they drink. You know, Chicago's a drinking city. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
they would leave and go to the bar. But I'm the I'm late at work, so they like, damn, you ain't 21 yet. Mm-hmm. You ain't 21 yet. Finally turned 21. They take me to the bar. I'm drinking. You know, I already drunk already for real. I've been drinking something like nine for yeah. real. But <laughs> this Detroit for real. Duh. My mama, my mama had the same situation like it is in here. We getting lit. You feel me? While she out, or we getting lit too. But yeah. or in high school, you know, we was always getting lit. But in this, in this, you know, predicament. I just needed to go in the bar. Mm. So now I'm in the bar and we getting drunk and music is lit. I'm feeling the moment. You feel me? I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? You feel me? So I'm like, I just started break dancing. No, I think I seen another, this is downtown Chicago. So it's, it's a white bar. So somebody doing some weak break dancing. <laughs> you feel like- me? They used to, you know, they used to call me little Trev. You feel me? I, you know, I start doing my ticking routine, the same one from the Murphy Middle School uh, <laughs> uh, dance we used to have. You feel me? I started break dancing, doing all types of. So uh, they just like hanging out with me after that because they like anytime he get drunk, he gonna do. So was you was you your head nigga on that motherfucker like spinning like? No, I want I want I want. <laughs> I want to spin it. I damn near. I'm getting everything. I'm doing all the dances. You feel me? They, no. I'm just in my head thinking I'm at like, it's like 2001. They talking about go a little trip. I'm drunk as fuck. So you ready to get hyped, nigga, pumping it. Yeah. 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 That's funny as hell, nigga. I always I was jealous of niggas who could jet too. Yeah. Like my, my legs didn't work, nigga. I couldn't jet for shit, dog. Either you got it or you don't. That yeah, shit, bro. Nigga, this shit, I, I had like a little a little intro, like that little that one, two, and that was it, dog. Yeah, like, that's all you need. You be like, man, I, I ain't gonna fuck y'all niggas up, dog. I ain't gonna fuck y'all niggas up today. Hey, dog, real quick, because I want, you know, I know we got in this and we go over time a little bit, probably. I don't want to hold you too long. Uh, you said something that's real as hell, bro. All right. This the one movie that I can't watch today because my mom, she passed or whatever. My dad shit. So I watched the movie. Give me my emotional bed. I go take a shower. For sure. But you said, <laughs> nigga, Crooklyn is a trauma film because how the fuck you seen your child wait just for them to come back home and they mama done. <laughs> nah, that, shit, that shit was bald. <laughs> I don't. I can't watch. I can't watch that film. My mama ain't died, but it's like, like y'all went too far. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, she was living a good life out there with motherfucking in the south and shit. Dog. Yeah, she ain't living a good life. It's funny the dog done died in the couch. Every couch, you feel me? Like. Then they come back. Everybody got a crazy face. You like, hold on, what's going on? It's something I don't know. You know, you think y'all about to get evicted? She like, nah, mama about to die in a few days. Ain't nothing we can do. I'm fucking everybody up in the room. Cause why y'all send me away? Why? How can? How can I replace these last days with my mama? Bro? Exactly. Like, exactly. I'm gonna grow. Like she, like I say, she was that little girl was strong. Cause I'm growing up, and I'm not fucking with y'all. And I'm doing, I'm on all bullshit. Y'all gonna hate me. I'm gonna torture y'all. Yeah, she came yeah. home, niggas. Now she gotta be mama and shit. Nah, she gotta be the Calling mama. My man and she gotta, and you know, she gotta help her pops out. She ain't nothing but like 10, 12 years old. Like, Hell yeah. And she gotta like replace, you know, the person that kept everybody together. Exactly. You know that's what that's I mean? some trauma for real, though. That's like, some real trauma. If you knew man. mom was gonna die, you should have sent for me a little earlier than the last couple of days, dog. Right. She coughing. Did she? No, I think they sent her out there on purpose because they had to deal with the situation. Like, the like, some shit, right? It was like like my, my OG, she used to be doing a little shit like that. Like it's it's the summertime and she feel like it's gonna be a lot going on. So she would send me to the east side with my grandfather. Mm. You feel me? 
but she took it a little too far. Like, you ain't answering the phone, man. <laughs> I know you lit, man, because you already lit through the regular school year. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Like, you lit as fuck. I ain't speaking to you for weeks. Like, that shit wild. Like, I'm thinking, like, I'm about to live here forever. Like, you feel me? So, so it ain't, you know, but parents, they be doing little stuff like that. Like, damn, I got a lot of kids, and I can't deal with this this summer. You feel yeah, me? So I'm going to no, send two to my my sister house in the south or i'm gonna send two to chicago i'm gonna send two here you know what i mean so that you can maintain it all you know so sure. they i think they knew like damn this situation getting crazy and she ain't gonna be able to take it like they're listening to the south yeah and only to bring her back and your mama about to die mm-hmm. i'm fucking shit i'm flipping table <laughs> no that's just funny as hell bro it was a pleasure for though. sure for sure i feel like i feel like i got Intertwined, we knew each other for already for 10 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let the people know where they can follow you and shit, man. All that good stuff on social media and shit. Profit underscore Midwest, uh, fresh to death on Facebook. Um, really, I'm the main profit. So if y'all look it up, y'all will find me. Yeah, uh, and just stay positive. That's all for sure, man. For sure. That's how you want you want any people always encouraging words, does um, make it to the top. The bottom is too crowded. Hell yeah, yeah, that motherfucker crowds hell. Yeah, for hell sure. yeah, can't be in that bitch, dog. Hell yeah. Well, shit, man, hey, I appreciate you coming on the show, dog. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate. Hold on, let me go ahead, motherfucker. Uh, got my tea and shit, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And for you whole ass niggas that come on the show, man, be having motherfucking merch and shit. For sure. And don't bring me none. We want to talk about it, man. Go ahead. So the, when I when <laughs> I had got them shirts, I ordered a thousand shirts. We literally got like twelve left, so it ain't you know, yeah. it ain't nothing. You know, it's cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Shit, man, you already know what it is, man. Episode 168. 168. We got motherfucking profit in the building, fresh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We in here, man. Best podcast in the city. Ain't no competition. If it is, I don't really see it. You already know what it is, man. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer. 